Testing the mic. Testing the mic. Waiting for people to come in. Hmm. And hello to all the people who are watching this a day after the fact. We are now waiting for people to come. There we go. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay. People who aren't familiar with RCR podcast, first thing we do is we test the levels. I'm on pot two. And I think my, my levels were the same. I'm just going to pop myself down a little bit. Because I think I was a little bit hot last time. Of course, when I was drinking with Nick last time, it was... Uh, tend to get loud. And with us, us, me, is Justin Burnash. Justin Burnash is the owner of Prime Driven, which is an MR2 specialty shop in Stanhope, New Jersey. But it's becoming so much more than just a simple shop. Uh, you told me that you're looking to make uh, Prime Driven the Amazon for MR2s. That's right. Okay. So and also to explain how this chat works, people are going to fire questions at us. We'll answer them as, as uh, well as we can. When the super chats come up, they tend to get priority because they're they're donating and we're not going to stop them. But um, so we welcome any questions you have about MR2s uh, or JDM stuff and uh, JDM Toyotas in general, which is a, uh, a field that Justin knows quite a bit about. And uh, I think well, we got we got a six pack of beer to last us. I think two hours is probably what we're going to do if you feel like going two hours. I can go all night. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, hey Duke says DR650 review when? Yes, I bought a Suzuki DR650. I need to find somebody else to help film that day. Um, oh boy. Hunter Culver asked, and by the way, Alex Campo, thank you for the 99 cents. You had no question, but thanks, man. Um, hey Duke, or I'm sorry, Hunter Culver says, what a doozy question to start with. What is the most reliable MR2? Hunter, that is a great question mm -hmm. and a multitude of answers. The most reliable MR2 is the most stock MR2. Second qualifier to that is the most well-maintained MR2. Third qualifier to that is any MR2 that PrimeDriven.com built. Right. Um, oh, and by the way, since uh, both of us are very good at projecting our voices, if at any time we're starting to peak or we're getting too loud, uh, let me know. And, uh, and I will pot each of us down on the mixer over here. Um, I think maybe he was asking what is the best generation of MR2s? And uh, what, did, what did you see there? I just saw <laughs> what makes a JDM. Well, a JDM from Moo. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I think he's looking for maybe the definition, which I could provide. Okay. Well, it stands is, for Japanese domestic market. That's right. Pretty simple. And uh, when we're referring to cars as JDM within the Japanese car world in the United States, uh, we're referring to Japanese domestic market only cars most right. of the time. Um, so a JDM Gen 2 3S GTE engine and a JDM Mark II MR2 uh, would be the designation on that. You can also have a USDM Mark II with a JDM Gen 2 motor in it. But yes, JDM is Japanese domestic market and... Uh, Pretty much all the cool Japanese cars. My first beer tonight is Loose Cannon Hop Cubed, or Hop to the Third Power IPA. 
I like my, uh, oh, this is a 7.5. I'm off and running now. <laughs> Justin, by the way, never had Yingling Porter. So uh, uh, he's having Yingling Porter. I think that's a 4% beer. And, oh, baby, I like this. Mm, I, I, you like that? Mm. Excellent. Mm. My opinion, uh, someone asked, what, the, what, what do you think of the spider? And, uh, oh, Alex Campo, we'll get to your question in a minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alex, I like your style. <laughs> um, I think the most reliable MR2 is going to be the manual transmission Mark III. Uh, because mostly it's a Corolla, like a 2000s Corolla, and there's nothing to worry about there. Um, again, bone stock hasn't been messed with is going to be your most reliable one, except in the rain, unless you get the optional hardtop. So Alex Campo, for thanks for the two bucks, man. What does a Miata have that an MR2 doesn't? Hmm. Well, oh, it's I got, got the it. engine in the front for one. I got it. That's simple, but it has a massive aftermarket support. Next question. Mm. That is true. <laughs> the aftermarket support on Miatas are so big. When I was at Harris Hill Raceway, there were guys like, um, you know, half the garages there at that place are just filled with uh, MX-5s. And but um, I was talking to um, uh, one of the people there and said, yeah. There are some people who, when they race these things, they go as cheap as they can. And there was this one guy who came in raving that he found a, uh, a, a, a Chinese supplier selling uh, MX-5 rotors for $15 a piece new. Mm. Mm. That sounds like a race quality rotor. <laughs> and they're going to like, look, the rotor lasts one day of racing before it warps. And then you just change them. <laughs> Like, all right. <laughs> That's one way to run a race team. It sounds like he must do 24 hours of lemons. Sounds like big lemons guy. fans there yeah. in San Marcos, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Disposable uh, brake products. That would yeah. probably work economically. Okay. Uh, Silhazo fan. Thanks for the five bucks, man. Did you by chance see my buddy's Roush Focus ST? He was, at the, he was in building T at Ford Nationals. I didn't get into building... T. I saw the I saw the um the the Roush Mustangs there, and there was a guy from the Focus Club. After I made which Focus is best Focus, that's a video coming out not not this Monday, but the Monday after when we're off. Um, and he said that there was a Roush uh, Mustang there, so <clears throat> that was probably it. What they were talking about, but no, I didn't see it. I had a great time at Ford Nationals though. Um. I'm thinking I may go to American Muscle, which it would be my second Ford show. And, uh, but I may be Mustanged out for the summer. Uh, because the, the Fords that I like, honestly, are the uh, Alex Campo, um, by the way, said a fourth generation. Nice. <laughs> What what is that the 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 car you get the uh, the good engine out of I forget the the minivan. Uh, well the the fourth gen three S GTE uh, is the uh, the swap that we we popularized five six years ago in the MR two which came out of yeah Toyota Caldina which is basically a five door hatch <laughs> slash minivan. Uh, I think that's probably what he's referring to or a fourth gen Miata I don't know because they call they call Miatas gens don't they? right. 
Yeah, I I like the fourth gen. I found it strange that um what's the fourth gen? That, that the, the first with the fender flares in it, right? It's the ND. I know that. Yeah. The fourth gen Miata. It's also it's a six speed and six gear is one to one. Yes. Because the rear the rear gearing is so high. I forget what it is. Uh Bur hey, it's Burgundy Burnouts again. Burgundy Burnouts is a guy who's always balling on this. I won't stop him. Um, Burgundy Burnouts, thank you for two dollars. Just balling to go balling. No question. <laughs> no question. Just just two bucks. I Thanks, salute man. you, Burgundy Burnouts. Why no fourth gen Previa? Says Godsman. <laughs> well, do do we it's want the Sienna? Just with the motor in the normal place. <laughs> <laughs> we almost bought an all-track supercharged Previa yeah. for a shop car, and then we found that they're almost nearly impossible to find, and not that good. I mean, good because it's a Toyota, right? But you know, as a van, little. A little less than desirable. Blaine Chappell, and we'll get to STS $10 question in a second. Thanks for the 10 bucks, man. We'll get to your question in a second. Uh, Blaine says, Justin, is there anyone that you follow that shows promise in uh, developing aftermarket support for AW11s? Interestingly, Blaine uh, is a customer of ours, if memory serves. Yeah. Who I was just speaking to recently, probably today. Um, as far as I'm aware, the AW11 has a fella called Matrix Garage, I think, uh, out in the Midwest somewhere. Uh, if anyone's going to make parts for the AW11, it would probably be him. Uh, we generally have to focus on the SW20, one, because that's the vast majority of our customers, uh, and two, uh, it's, a, it's a, a supply and demand game, and the uh, demand is much higher for the SW20 parts for us right now. Right. It's also the the fastest of all of them and the biggest engine bay out it of is. all of them. Um, I need to go put a little... Uh, uh, I need to run to the bathroom quick. My nose is running. Um, but we have a question here of about right-hand drive SW20s that I think you can answer. I'll be right back. <clears throat> what are the pros... So 262SDH... Uh, what are the pros and cons of working on a right-hand drive SW20 Turbo MR2? That's an interesting question. Um, pros? I don't know. I mean, it's effectively the exact same car, just with the steering wheel and the pedals on the wrong side. Um, the engine bay, you know, is the same. Um, oh, okay, here's a pro. Generally speaking, the current selection of imported right-hand drive cars, uh, SW20s, are generally quite low mileage and very nice condition. So a pro of a right-hand drive car in general would be that they're in much nicer shape on the whole, uh, and they are generally completely rust-free, which is amazing considering an island surrounded by salt water is where they're from. Uh, but yes, uh, cons of working on right-hand drive MR2 I haven't come across any yet, hmm. but they are joyous. And even <laughs> just in their stock Gen 2 form, which is what giveaway car number six is right now, Nice. Um, they have a much better tune and a much better turbo. So they're almost depressingly better to drive than the USDM-equipped uh, Gen 2s. Burgundy Burnouts, hey! You're going to get well acquainted with this guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, that a, uh, is that a WS6 Trans Am? Oh, summoning... 
Yes. Well, does it have the snorkels? It has the big nostrils. Don't know why my message didn't go through on the previous one. I'm going to miss this one. Got to drive home. Have fun, though. Thanks, Burgundy Burnouts. Burgundy Burnouts, you rock. Um, Hey, Mr. R, just finished listening to your three-hour podcast. Oh, yeah, that was the one where Nick and I got drunk, and then we started doing WWF uh, uh, promos for a a match that isn't exist, doesn't exist. (laughs) Nick Nick came here with a bottle of Glenn Levitt. And uh, uh, twelve or fifteen. Uh, the box is still out there. Green bottle. Which green bottle? Yeah, it's twelve. Mm. And uh, uh, we started making because uh, uh, David Patterson, the dude in blue, was also doing one. And I'm like, but we're doing one. You can't do one. And then I like the shirt comes off and the do rag goes on and the sunglasses are on. And, and Nick is my promoter. <laughs> and we're doing like. Did you guys do Randy Randy Macho Night Savage? Oh yeah, uh, I I kind of did a little bit of uh, Rick the Nature Boy, mm, mm. <laughs> but uh, yes. mi- mixed in with like Woo! Rowdy Roddy Piper. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Burgundy Burnout says it's a Turbo V six O two Firebird. Ah, so I had the right vintage, but wrong motor. Did mm. it, but they didn't do factory turbo. V6. Oh, we have one of your customers, Diz Guy says I have a Prime Swap. I couldn't be happier with the Gen four. Fantastic engine. Ah, uh, thanks, Diz Guy. I'm uh, happy to hear that. If you let us know what your real name is, I'll uh, shoot you a little uh, care package. Nice. Uh, one guy says more Saturn reviews like the first gen S series yes I want the very first Saturn I want like 1990 mm-hmm. I, I I saw one at a little league game that I was jogging by the other day and it was choice it, it was like it was teal oh. uh, it was, fucking yes this thing I forget what GM engines it used you could have them a single or double cam the early ones had single cam my yeah. first car was a 93 gold oh, on beige Manual, manual, <laughs> manual steer, manual windows, manual trans. Uh, that had a single cam, 1.9. Uh, made 80 horsepower when new. Ooh. But it had a supercharger. When you turn on the air conditioner, it could go up a hill. <laughs> not not with not with it on. <laughs> oh, this is a fun one. Uh, Alex Ocampo, 94300ZX. Is it good or not? I don't know my Z cars. Take good it away. Question. Good question, Alex Ocampo. I actually had a 1991 uh, Black on Black 300ZX Twin Turbo. Um, I bought it because I thought it was really pretty, and I still maintain that it's really pretty. Uh, to work on, horrible. One of the worst engine bays ever. There's no room to do anything, and everything is packaged strangely. Um, to drive, it drives like a GT car. Um, if you've driven an MR2 or anything small and nimble, um, you would find the 300ZX heavy and lazy feeling but if you're a highway cruiser guy um you know it's nice to cruise in Mm. excellent moo asked does the 25 year rule wait does the 25 years rule makes a concern for the jdm community Uh, i'm not sure what that means i know it's a blessing to import cars that are that are a rarity to bring out but for the aftermarket we'll have lots of scams and such what's he so I think what Moo is asking is, is the JDM, the domestic JDM world confused or, uh, or concerned about the, the ready availability of JDM cars you can import now, mm. the 25-year rule? Mm-hmm. Um, I, for one, am incredibly excited because the JDM cars are all better. Even if they seem like they're exactly the same, they're not. Um, they generally always have a better tune, a better turbo. Um, like the... Uh, Giveaway car number six right now is a true JDM GT car, the loaded model. And those actually have little fun things like 
uh, steerable fog lights, folding power Fuck mirrors. off, steerable fog lights. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fancy, very fancy. Uh, automatic climate control. Yeah, 1991. Oh, yeah. Please, yeah, please don't break. Please, please don't break. It was pimp. And they would <laughs> never break because it's a 90s Toyota. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 262SDH. Thanks for the 10 bucks, man. Justin, if I wanted to have the best second-gen turbo MR2, regardless of steering wheel location, what combination of engine... Oh, there's a, there's a loaded mm-hmm. question. What combination of engine, turbo, transmission, and exhaust... Would you recommend and build, Morty? <laughs> two six two SDH. That's a great question. Uh, the answer would be uh, the cleanest uh, Mark II that you can find as a chassis. Uh, transmission wise, uh, I personally love the NA S fifty four trans because the gearing is more aggressive, so the car's faster. You can't launch it at a drag strip, uh, but it will hold up to three hundred wheel uh, on a roll. Um, as an engine, it's the Gen four or now the Gen five, which is just a Gen 4 with his header feet, intake manifold, and uh, some different injectors. Um, but, uh, you know, exhaust, always going to be the Burke exhaust if you want it to not be screaming in your ear. Um, the uh, Motorias are the super cheap ones. Great if you just want to have three inches of straight pipe in there because the cans are effectively hollow. They make great turbo noises, but they're incredibly loud. So it'd be a Gen 4 or Gen 5 3 SGTE. Um, for me, on a road car, it'd be the S54 NA Trans, but you could go with the 153 Turbo if you want to hit the drag strips. Uh, and then, you know, throw an electronic boost controller, 3-inch downpipe, 3-inch Burke exhaust, upgraded intercooler, you're good to go. 280 wheel, all the fun, all the reliability you want. Mm-hmm. And if you if you play like me on race slicks and race brakes at the track, you can beat on Porsches and Ferraris and things with people driving them that don't want to crash them. Right. And, like, intimidate them. Like, get right up on their asses. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't like when you get close. No. <laughs> Alexander, thanks for $5, NZ. Uh, should have done a Hilux win in, in New Zealand. There will be RCR New Zealand Part 2 at some point. I don't know when. It's going to be years from now. But I hope to do it. Um, yeah, definitely a Toyota Hilux. Mm. They were everywhere. We kind of ignored them. We had our thing. My favorite was 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 either the uh, the Celica with the road going version of the one with the cheater turbo, mm-hmm, or right. or the Century. Like the more that I think of it, I think the Century was definitely the. It came down to the wool interior of that. <laughs> <laughs> Only in New Zealand. Ah. Uh, uh, sad boys, five dollars, Kanucky Stan. I love the 15-year rule in Canada. Yeah. No one likes a bragger. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, My Suzuki Key has been a fantastic, fuel-efficient, and fun car. I'll bet it has. (laughs) This guy's class. (laughs) Sad boys. We we talked more um, there uh, about RCR Canada. And I don't want to call it RCR Fuck Toronto, but I I figure it's going to be RCR freaking Kingston. Uh, on uh, the east side of the lake, well, uh, the east end of the lake, because like, like we can go to like if you go to Toronto, you're going to America. Let's be honest. I, I want Canada, Canada. I want your Canada. So I think it's going to be RCR Kingston. Ah, <laughs> uh, several, um, several prime customers in here. Oh yeah, you need to go back up. Yeah, can you scroll up a little bit? Because one or two of them asked. Uh... Sick question. Kyle S. Wow. 
Been a long time Prime customer, brought your first production Gen 4 water neck. Got my harness done from you as well. Or also, I was surprised by the quality. What a good surprise. Kyle, was that surprised by the presence of quality or the absence of quality? <laughs> I hope presence, because we work very hard to make them factory quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think there was Would RCR ever trade his Falcon for a Mopar? No. <laughs> no. How dare you? Can you ban people on this? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You asked about cars in my history. My, my uncle used to own a uh, Chrysler dealership in the 90s. Really? In the, the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's how I got... I, I love Mopar. Mm. They, they, they're trying, and even though they're FCA, I want them to succeed. I don't want anybody to fail. Um, but he, my uncle got out of the... He sold his Chrysler dealership in like 2006. Mm. That was... Good timing. Yeah, it was... He saw... <laughs> it was a combination of him aging and... The and yeah. 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 The whole Daimler there. thing. Yeah. I saw my first Viper in his showroom. Mm. The, uh... The Gen 1 Viper? Gen 1 Viper. Mm. Do you remember the TV show? Yes! Oh, with the silver hard top on 4x4 <laughs> Oh, it's incredible! It, it, it was a Knight Rider ripoff, man. Yeah, it was. But with no hassle to Hoff. Oh. Because you cannot hassle the Hoff. No. I think... I'm sorry, I don't mean to jack the thread here. Guess okay. I had one uh, customer asked about an electronic boost control. I think that was Juan Del Rio. Sorry, guys. I didn't want to miss... Uh, there he is. Prime customer here. Justin, you said electronic launch controller. <laughs> that's what do you recommend? That's electronic boost controller, Juan. Uh, we run the uh, the TurboSmart uh, EBC, the street, the e-boost on our website. Uh, super simple to set up, uh, and uh, it works like a charm. Timothy Cobelia. Thanks for five bucks, man. Will Mr. Regular's Diary ever be coming back? Yeah, I've written a bit of it. Um, lately, you know, this is summertime, and this is prime... Uh, car show time. It is prime time. So I am, and it's prime RCR time. <laughs> and I don't, like, I haven't been riding much. Lately, I've been uh, hiking a lot on the Appalachian Trail, and I haven't been riding. Um, I kind of thought, like, I would maybe in 2020 hi- try to perform a through hike. I know I keep saying 2020, maybe it'll be 2021. And um, I don't know, write a just a foul book because I love competition. And there's A Walk in the Woods, which is the Appalachian Trail novel book. Okay. Um, and, and I want to blow that book out of the water. And I say that not even having read A Walk in the Woods. <laughs> but I'll, I'll buy it. Principle. I'll buy it on Amazon. I'll, I'll write this and I'm looking like, I bet I can make something that's going to kick this book's ass. I'm going to take all the drugs I can because the AT is full of them and just let that pen rip. Dare's. Uh, uh, Darone? maxed out. Thanks for five bucks, man. I have a first gen Scion TC. I wonder yeah, if that, I wonder if they'll become classic. I don't mm. know. Eh. But the Good mileage car. per gallon is crappy and the car is slow. True. Well, unfortunately. I'm thinking of getting a first generation XB. Well <laughs> So so you want something that's slower than a Toyota Echo. The what are your options? Mm. I mean, if you want a nice like okay, throw the XT a bone. We don't have mini trucks here anymore. We don't have the Chevy Love anymore, which was really an Isuzu. And like those little square things, 
Um, uh, oh, Sad Boy says, I'll bring my key to Kingston. Looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, do it. Um, again, we'll know more after we get done with RCR uh, Chicago and maybe RCR Raleigh. Um, because there's a guy with a Tesla Model 3 that I, I want to know what the hype and what the fitment is. And I'm, I haven't seen one in real life yet. So. I haven't seen one in person yet. The Model S is badass. And the Model X is got celebration mode, which is the yeah. coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The 3 I have not seen yet. Uh, 2X2 SDH, thanks for another five bucks, man. Uh, hey, Mr. Regular, when will there be more videos with Justin Kramer? We were just talking about him before the show. I want more follow-up to the hearing aid brown diesel. Oh, he sold that car. <laughs> Hear it? Hearing aid brown. <laughs> diesel Volkswagen Bravit. Yeah. It's one of my favorite colors. <laughs> they were getting that little thing to roll coal, too. That's actually um, what I call it. Is that, the, is that what people call it in, in, the, uh, in the V-dub world? Or is that just him calling it that color? Did Justin Kramer call it that color? No, he hearing just called it brown. Okay, because mm-hmm. hearing aid brown is, is I call it hearing aid beige. Mm-hmm. That's a, like a, on a lot of like the modern cars right now. I don't understand that color. Yeah. It hides dirt. Because <laughs> it is dirt. My Subaru is beige and I like it for that reason. It also blends into everything that's around it. Is that beige or metallic gold? You are right. Subaru calls that Sierra gold. Uh. I think Toyota it's beige. Has a, has a sandstorm beige or something. Yeah, it's it's it. tan. It's tan. <laughs> um, you if you want to know it up with the with what's up with Justin Kramer, um, ask. Go to his YouTube channel. Fuel injection sucks, and he is working on a 1978 Winnebago Turbo LS swap. Oh, this I must see. Oh. <laughs> it's 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 an, it's an hour north of there at a shop. Oh, we're going. Yeah, we're going. Uh, he bought it from a guy. Oh, the interior is fucking. Oh, it's brilliant. It's got the division between the living quarters and the and the like the bathroom shower area is those beads that hang oh. down. It's brown on brown carpet. Uh, Do we have velour or oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, it is thick. Mm. You know, nineteen seventies bush. <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, I want Justin Kramer sitting in this seat because he's always a fun time. Um, I answered that. It was the same question, right? Up there. Oh, VW Bush. Thanks for five bucks, man. Messes redacted. Reason sheep fornication. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but I like him. We reviewed a sheep while in New Zealand. (laughs) And we reviewed it as if it was a car and like using car terms. And, uh, it was fun. Uh, Matthew Doherty, you trying competing with Joe Rogan's podcast? Why is he podcasting now? <laughs> well, it, well, it's probably three in the afternoon and in, in LA. So we have a guy from, um, again, talking back and forth with a guy from, um, uh, on it and they have a food truck in Austin. And I'm, I, I shot him an email and said, you know, we could film this at Harris Hill Raceway if you want to drive a food truck around a racetrack. <laughs> I, I said, I'm not going to try it. Canda uh, 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 DeCole says, longtime listener, first time caller. I live in rural Australia. Hello from Australia. And my only vehicle is a Jeep TJ. Oh, they sold them there? Please wax nostalgic about its classless nature. Okay. <laughs> This isn't my joke, but if 
If a girl is 18 to 23 years old and her dream car is a Jeep, she a hoe. <laughs> um, I love the TJ. I think it's the last of the legitimate Jeeps, the, the Wrangler, the tiny little thing. But let's be honest, that engine's dog shit. That, that AMC-derived straight six is crap. Drop an LS in there, you'll get more power and you'll get better mileage. I mean, there were two guys on the smoking tire or uh, um, uh, a couple on the smoking tire um, uh, who were, you know, Jeep purists and they go on these rally adventures and sleep and camp and they're saying, says, dude, put an LS in there. You're going to get better mileage and you're going to get more power. That that old cross flow straight six, yeah. it have TBI injection. It's just, it's just like old 1970s crap that has been warmed over since the 90s. Meanwhile, Toyota is just that. That was the I okay. <laughs> One thing, thing. Uh, uh, Scully Trail. <clears throat> Two does says thoughts on the Chevy Camaro IROC Z. Thoughts on having a mustache. Um, that that okay. Uh, we'll have to meld in thoughts of Camaro IROC Z because that also is Toyota's that's like the high technology American domestic stuff at the same time because the IROC Z is the 80s meets Toyota of the 80s and you get into the interior of those of those Camaros and you touch the dash and everything moves and it feels all crinkly and the buttons have the we like even on new like stuff like the electric window switches have that weeble wobble to yeah. them. They're not in there. You get in an AW11, everything's tight. It's not moving around. Um, one of the stories I loved about um, uh, Lexus when they put out the LS. Yeah, they had a guy. His only job was to check the exact sound when you pushed each button oh, in shit. the car, and if it didn't make that sound, it failed, and they had to fix it. Fuck off! That's and they still sound yes. exactly like that. Yeah, that was 1991. To be fair, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, developed in the 80s though. Yeah, that's the thing you talk about when you talk about interiors. It's not just how it, fe- it's not just how it sounds and it feels on your butt. It it, it matters to your fingers. Yeah, yeah. And and that's why like like the mush button versus the click button. Yeah. You know, versus like the German, which is kind of like a massage. <laughs> just massage the button. You know? They always have texture to them. Oh yeah, and 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 that GM stuff where it's all shiny, mm-hmm. it feels like it's it's a new car, but it has this touch that somebody just polished it with the same rag that they just wa- uh, wiped spaghetti off of their mouth from. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Dunlop says, "Hey, Mister R, have you ever used psychedelics as a form of meditation or inspiration? It may be worth looking into while on the Appalachian Trail." Um, well, Mary Jane is Mary Jane, but. Um, the only psychedelic I've done was salvia when that was legal in Pennsylvania. And, um, I didn't, I actually got some writing out of it. Um, salvia, uh, makes you fuck all high for like five minutes. And, and then, uh, it's, it's not, it's not recreational in the same way that, um, marijuana is. Um, but it's, they say that's as close as you can get to DMT without doing DMT. Um, you are definitely on another planet. The sensation of doing uh, salvia is having kind of like a waking dream, but you're still awake. You're getting both realities at the same time. And also whatever whatever synapses are responsible for motor control, 
Um, you know how when you sleep, when you run in your dream, you're not really running in real life. That sort of kicks on. So you, you better you better be on a couch or lying down when you do it because you're going to go all jelly roll on you. Uh, so yes, I have done psychedelics. I've never done acid though. And I don't know if I want to because they say that lasts a real long time. 262SDH says, have the police cracked down on people trying to visit Centralia? Supposedly, yes, but I haven't seen anybody out there. Uh, we filmed in Centralia like twice. Um, I think you and Nick mentioned it as a previous podcast. Um, there are posted signs. You're not supposed to hang around up there, but it's a question of they don't really have the manpower because Centralia doesn't have a police force and they don't really send anybody from Ashland up there. So what they really want to crack down on is, is people partying. Like bush parties. Mm. They do that in Jersey. Uh, Define bush party. Go into the woods, have a campfire, and bring two cases of beer and get shit-faced. I had a different uh, vision when you, when you said, <laughs> bush, said party. bush party. So that's, uh, yeah. Yes, we have those in New Jersey. <laughs> I've never been to the Pine Barrens. I, that's a checkbox I have to check. Yeah, the New Jersey Devil supposedly lives there. Yeah. I've not seen him, but <laughs> I feel like we'd be friends. Because race car. Thanks for uh, 10 bucks, man. What are your thoughts on that? Jeez, we have a Toyota guy here, right here, and you're asking me Volkswagen questions. I got thoughts on that, though. All right. What are your thoughts on the Mark V GTI? Also, have you ever considered doing RCR does H2O in, o in Ocean City? Honestly, I haven't because I don't like confrontation, and that's like fist fight and get pulled over central, and I don't like being around those bad vibes. I have no plans to ever do go to H2O. Even though people say it's fun, you get a hotel and you watch the madness, I don't have any plan so thoughts on the mark 5 gti uh my thoughts are uh the chassis is uh, excellent the motor while it will make power with bolt-ons via many packages from apr that i've uh, seen friends use um they do uh not have a pcv system so uh they blow their rings out every sixty thousand miles so you don't have to re-ring it. You can just put oil in at every uh, fuel fill-up, which a friend of mine does, uh, at a whole 100,000 miles now. A Toyota's just getting broken in at that point. Just yeah. clear. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, I mean, as a car, it's a good – I think it's a good car. Uh, they're nice, certainly nice to drive, and they're quick, and you can make them very quick. But as, a, as reliability goes, being a Toyota guy myself, um, I would never buy one even if someone handed one to me for free. No positive crankcase ventilation. Mm -hmm. I just decided it wasn't necessary because then you wouldn't have to come back into the dealer and pay them to put new rings in. And that would just be dumb. Okay. <laughs> okay. Motorcycles have that little tube that just dumps on the ground. Mm -hmm. That is a way that the crankcase can vent. Sometimes mm -hmm. it goes through a little Scotch Bright kitchen yeah, <laughs> kitchen thing. Filter, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Sponge. Yeah. And sometimes you'll get a few drops on the ground. Mm -hmm. Really? They, they I didn't know they didn't do that. No, that's why they blow through rings. Because uh so interesting fun fact, one of uh one of our old friends uh had a uh an MR2 that he put Gen 4 in. Okay. And he decided that he was going to tuck or block off his PCV vent tube from the valve cover. I mean, ours is just literally, it's just got a valve on the top of the valve cover and then a vent tube off the side goes back into the intake because you need vacuum on it. Yeah. Um, and he decided he was going to block it off to, you know, to tuck it, to, to, to clean it up. And uh, the first time he hit the throttle, you've never seen, it looked like it was a diesel. 
Really? And so he immediately put it back in. Mm. Uh, because that was all that will getting thrown past his rings. <laughs> Luckily, it was like two poles and he, he fixed it. So he didn't break his motor. If you're that, it was a Toyota motor. So yeah. If you're that hard up about blocking off your PCV, just put a catch can. The Falcon runs a catch can. Well, every now even... and every now and again, you just drain it, and out comes oatmeal, mm-hmm. and you put it in your jug with the rest of your crap oil, and yeah, we went on the early gen fours. We went super simple. We didn't even run the PCV. This is technically not correct, but because we were rebels and we wanted to test if we could blow up a gen four on the track, yeah, we just put a filter on the PCV vent tube. Didn't run it back into the intake, so it wasn't getting vacuum like it was supposed to. Uh huh. So at the track on full slicks at like two and a half G's lateral. Um, we did get some blow by, mm-hmm. you know, coming mm-hmm. out the side and we opened up the uh, engine lid. We're like, Oh my God, something's leaking. Oh, no, it's just oil. <laughs> just put some more in there. It's fine. <laughs> Timothy Cobilia. I don't know this, this designation of an engine unless yeah, you explain it more. Thoughts on the one MZ FE three liter V6. Is that the one that's in the Accord? Uh, no, this is a Toyota motor. This is in oh, sorry. the uh, oh, Camry sorry. or, uh, uh, or any other V6 Toyota from that vintage. Um, that would be early 2000s. Um, yeah, so the 1MZ FE 3-liter V6, Timothy Cobiela. Or mm-hmm. Cobiela. Um, I'm going to open a is, window because I'm getting a hot. That is a, it is hot in here. Um, that was a good choice before you had the options of Gen 3s, Gen 4s, and Gen 5 3S GTEs. When you only had the option of a USDM Gen 2, uh, the 1MZ was obviously more responsive, same hor- same horsepower, uh, roughly the same torque. <clears throat> the issue with a V6 in an MR2, this is in an MR2, I assume you're asking, is in a Camry, it's perfectly fine. It'll run till the end of time like any other Toyota motor from the 90s or early 2000s. Uh, but in an MR2, it's a whole lot of work for something that without massive custom fabrication skills, you cannot make any more than the bone stock 200 horsepower in. Whereas any 3SGTE will make... You know, a Gen 2 will make, you know, 230, 240, 250 wheel if you're really working it. A Gen 3, Gen 4 will go up to the low 300 wheels with just, you know, boost controllers and, uh, you know, a little intercooler mm. exhaust downpipe setup. Uh, so, in an MR2, uh, I, I don't see the value unless you're doing it all yourself and, and you want to do it as cheaply as possible and just have a V6 MR2 to be different. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. Just no. uh, if you're paying someone to do it, No. There was someone on the smoking tire who had a SW20. That was with... 2GR, the white stallion. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that was the 3.5 um, out of the minivan. Meredith says, no question, money for beer. We're spending <laughs> it right now. Let me know when you want another one, Justin. Um, the real Newman, <laughs> speaking of 90s, uh, what are fun words you can make by rearranging Toyota? That question was worth ten bucks for you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking you. <laughs> Thanks for ten bucks, man. Um, what first can you remake for? I'm an English major. I I don't know how to play Boggle. Uh, yo yo Yotado, Yoitoda, Yo Yoda. <laughs> I, I've never Uta Whitey. Yito. Thanks for ten bucks, man. I wish I could offer you more than that. Other than thanks for watching the stream. Archduke Maxiento, uh, thanks for five bucks, man. Could you tell if Steph is that duck, not a chicken? Uh, Steph Schrader often carries puffalump, little stuffed animals she takes with her racing, and also hands to uh, F1 drivers when she's covering a race. 
And it's sort of like a, a very unique way for her to get to the front of the line. I love it. And ask them questions. Pattern interrupt. Oh, we were talking. She claims that her puffalump is rally chicken, which she does. She takes that to rallies, uh, but it's clearly a duck, sincerely Archduke. Well, I guess it's a bird, or you can just call it a burb, and then it's all burbs, all <laughs> birds. Thanks for your question, man. Uh, based Emoto says, I currently drive a 2000 Volvo S80 T6. I'm thinking of either a 2000, I guess, something, yeah. The 2000 teen Subaru WRX Impreza, man, or a Golf GTI with a DSG. What do you think? Um, do you have to carry passengers because that's going to be the ultimate thing? Do you have a significant other who isn't in the cars and is going to have to live with this thing, either driving it themselves or getting rides in it? If so, you're going to go with the Golf. But if it's just you, man, and you want to drive around holding your dick, you go with the WRX. You're going to have a lot of fun. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, I don't know how I could follow that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bass. Thanks for the five bucks. Uh, well, baller. Thanks for 20 bucks, man. Huge fan of your show. Highlight of Monday after work. Your review of the Fiesta ST sold me on one. I love it. Have a drink on me. All right, man. I'm almost done with loose cannon. I'll be ready for beer number two soon. Was, we've been at this for 40 minutes so far. Definitely time for another beer. Uh, thanks so much. We may have to close that window. We're, we're going to get the Harley guys. <laughs> I'm off of work. America. Witness me. Survey. I have no back pressure at all. I got drag pipes. So I either spend all my time at 1,000 RPM or, or what? Harley's top out at like 5.1, I think, I think or something so, like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and some of those guys bore them out to two liters. Two liters. Yeah. They, they can get that thing that... Anyway. That's my engine. Two cylinders. 1,000 cc's for each of them. Um, oh, question. All right. Uh, Jack London says, what suspension upgrade? Why ride quality and handling? So you bet you want, you want better ride quality or you want handling? Uh, do you recommend for the SW20 3S GTA if it makes a difference? Coilovers, TN, or standard upgrades like Bilstein's B6, etc.? Uh, interesting. So Jack London is 3S GE. So I I'm assume sorry. he's uh, not of the United States. Um, because I don't know why you would put a 3SGE in a domestic car, but maybe you did. I don't know. Could be beams. Could be red top beams. Mm-hmm. Uh, suspension upgrade, ride quality, handling. Uh, yeah, I mean, we run the uh, the BC coilovers on on everything. Um, for nine nine nine, uh, they're impossible to beat for the value on full soft. They ride very well. Um, Bilstein's actually ride stiffer, FYI, and the TNs um, will run stiffer unless you are running the flexes um but the flexes are more expensive than the bcs and they're much much more much less reliable to get from uh from our suppliers uh so yet another reason we run the uh the bcs um i think there was another yeah someone said i think you missed the super chat question i'm gonna see if i can get to him through my phone uh little ones that went by thoughts on moto guzzi um I like the way they sound. I'm 
I had a Honda uh, Honda CX something, the, the Honda Guzzi. Yes. That that had the uh, longitudinal V. Thoughts on Moto Guzzi. I think they're very fashionable. I don't have a high opinion of them because Honda did it better. And they had a counter-rotating transmission that eliminated all of the torque steer out of those bikes. Will you ever? Will you ever get to review a Bieber bus? I, no one's going to hand me the thing. This city bus. Bieber <laughs> is a busing company out of Kutztown, Pennsylvania. Oh, not a Justin Bieber bus. No, they've been around since uh, like the seventies. Okay. Um, that's got it. Bieber is a name, just like any like, like anybody else's, <laughs> and they um. Buh, 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 buh. Uh, they run daily rides to New York City. So whenever I have to go to the city, I just drive to Kutztown, get a, it's like $53 round trip and you don't have to come back the same day. Just whenever, just come back. Um, I am going to check my phone to see if, uh, that if on my phone, it will list all the super chats I might've missed. Justin, feel free to ask, answer any questions that are going by in the window. Well, there, there was a, there was one earlier. I think it was, <clears throat> what can I make with full built, uh, built motor and uh, on a Gen three or something like that. Um, I don't know if I saw all the details, but uh, you're gonna need. I'm gonna need a lot more information to tell you what kind of power you can make, uh, what fuel you're running, what boost you're running, what turbo you're running, standalone, you know, ECU fuel, all that stuff. <clears throat> um, uh, can I, can I scroll this? Yeah. If you need to go back up. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can do oh, it. Okay. You can just okay. tap up. I, okay. I am looking at my phone to see. I I know when I'm on my laptop. You know, I I could be doing in this. Um, it'll show me all the super chats as they go by. But I wonder if I can do it in my phone. There he is, Evil Bear. What kind of power would you expect a fully built big turbo third gen three SGT to make the wheels? Yeah, uh, I need to boost pressure, turbo, fuel. Um, I mean, big turbo, let's assume you're talking like a Precision 62, 62 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you have a, a motor that can handle it and fuel system can handle it, uh, you know, you can make, you know, five, 600 wheel. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, you're going to you're gonna blow it up <laughs> <laughs> at some point, uh, unless he has a 5S, uh, 98 plus 5S block, in which case they'll hold up to a little bit more. Uh, but, I mean, there, there's some guys that will do fills. They'll fill the block uh, in order to make it stronger. Um, what is what does fill the block mean? Uh, I don't actually know what they. I think it's concrete they use. Um, they basically fill the the water jackets to make it so that it doesn't have the weakness between the cylinder wall and the water jacket. Okay, how's it cool itself then? Well, not, not effectively. Okay. <laughs> generally, like drag cars. Like, uh, okay. Cooling is not an issue. Uh, that's how I understand it. I am not an expert on massive power MR2s because, in my experience, they don't work very often did you see that video there's a gif going around of an sw20 that just stands up on its rear tires mm. and then falls again did you ever see that um that may have been one of the the turbo k cars um, okay because they do i've seen them do that yeah um you know they're making 900 a thousand wheels. okay uh yeah so it's like yeah 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 wait we have no weight in the front of our cars <laughs> <laughs> nuka cola thanks for 10 bucks man hey mr r was nice meeting you and talking to you for a bit at nationals oh yeah thanks man uh i met a few people there thanks so much were you hanging out at the falcon um that's where i for a while i i got tired from all the heat and everything and i just sort of laid down <laughs> on the ground or i was laying in the back of it uh, and i was trying to drink instant coffee it just wasn't working 
Kitty X sends us 100 rubles. <laughs> is that rubles? Or rubles. Rubles? Is, is rubles? is rubles Russian? Yes. Rupees Indian, right? I think so. I don't know. I don't know if that's um, you can you can do, you don't have to be from Russia to donate Russian currency. You can type in <laughs> right. anything and it'll do the conversion, <laughs> but it'll awesome. say what it would be. That's that, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Pap Pap says number one, why haven't you reviewed an OBS OBS Chevy style truck? I I don't know what OBS means. Eighty eight to ninety nine. Um, what are your thoughts on the Ford Maverick? Ooh. Everyone at the show's mom has owned one. Well, okay. The Maverick Maverick was the focus. Yeah. The Maverick replaced the Falcon um, as their cheap family tiny car. You can get the Maverick as a two-door or a four-door, just like the Falcon. One guy at the gym uh, worked out, had like two of them. He said they were completely shit and they overheated. And they had no power, and he misses all of them dearly. Mm. I need to know more about the Maverick because I don't. I think I, th yeah, that car predates uh, the two three Lima. I don't know when, off the top of my head, when Ford created the two three Lima. Um, oh, yeah, that's that block. It, uh, its lineage carries today into the Focus and everything else. Yeah. Um, was that the one the block in the SVOs of the late 70s? Yeah. yeah. With the turbo? Yeah. 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 Um, the 2.3 was a That's great little engine. Um, you could make power with them, and some people do. Um, I think it's a greater engine, really, than the, than, than the Windsor, because it powered a lot of small things. Um, the Windsor is just, you know, a small block that because of legacy and everything they had no reason to stop mm -hmm. it um <laughs> uh joseph west or benjamin benjamin love the show i have a infinity q5 three liter turbo with an apr stage one if you reviewed my car would i be portrayed as a dad in denial <laughs> see when i see like old infinities or like past their prime infinities i just think drug dealer I, I, I just think like like guy who just dishes out bad coke. <laughs> oh, is that the? I thought he was talking about an Audi. Oh, is it an Audi Q5? Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Because right. they do the three OT. Okay, it's so it's an Audi supercharged, but they call it a T. I, I oh, that's what the uh, the S4, the last. Oh, okay. I'm not because he said APR, and APR is typically it's typically German. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah, you are a dad. <laughs> you yes, are a dad in denial. You already had a baby, but it hasn't quite affected your life life yet because the baby isn't yet one year old. All it does is suckle and suckle and poo, and the poo doesn't smell yet. So you haven't really. Uh, um, uh, it's it's a dad who has yet. <laughs> it's a car for a dad who has yet to develop his thousand yard stare. <laughs> thousand yard grocery stare uh dietrich hoffer said ford pinto engine was first produced in 1970 started with 1.3 liter displacement so yeah um yeah the maverick i think was wait then that would meant that the maverick started at the same time the pinto motor huh because falcon stopped in the united states in 1970 and a half was it 
Yeah, there was a one, two, there was either third or fourth gen that we just got. And it is it is essentially an Australian Falcon. We had it for half a year. Really? It's called the Falcon GT. Huh. It's totally Aussie. I don't know. I've never seen one, but supposedly they exist out there. Interesting. Of course, the 25 years long past. So ha- have your XB Falcon and, you know, Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. The actual team, Ryan, thanks for the 10 bucks, man. Mr. Regular, I have multiple cars. I should submit them. Should I submit them in one mass or as an individual emails for each car? Um, when I when I meet someone who has multiple cars, my first question is, are they yours or are they really your dad's um, <laughs> that you have access to? And if, in fact, they are yours with your name on the title, put the most important one to you in the title of the email and underneath all of that, write... Uh, include the other cars you know the drill in the title of the email your make model city state sawdust man in the regular chat says uh i6 or 302 cubic inch v8 in the maverick i guess he's saying you can get either one of those that sounds and i'm i guess probably for statement of fact yeah yeah for smog it would have had the pinot motor but the pinot motor would make almost the same power as 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 a straight six in those days because it would be the same thrift master 200 um, that was that goes all the way back to the 60s and probably still running the single bow holly carb. In fact, I know it does because Justin Kramer in his first uh, uh, retreat from Moscow was running like an 82 Ford LTD mm. that was running the 200, uh, 200 Thriftmaster in 82, still with a carburetor, running an 80s car. I'm like, and and now it's all choked to hell <laughs> with like and it has power steering and all this stuff and like three speed auto no overdrive mm. and I'm like holy shit Ford didn't change crap from 1967 and they're still running it in the 80s meanwhile in 82 Japan oh man. I think one of the I don't have a lot I know some you know classic American stuff from growing up as as a car as a car fella but. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the the uh, the um, epiphany to me about uh, American um, engineering prowess mm-hmm. or a uh, progress. Yeah, sorry, um, was when I found out having to do um, some suspension, cr- some control arm bushings on a 04 Mach One. Yeah, that they're the same from 1979 <laughs> to 2004. Honestly, <laughs> fight like a woman. <laughs> Throws a shoe. Any sorry, that's all. <laughs> Seriously. The MR2 doesn't have the same uh, control arm bushings after a five-year period of time. Mm-hmm. This was a 25-year yeah, 25 period of time. What is your opinion on the Barra Straight 6? Well, we never got it in the U.S. I, I, I like a well-designed Straight 6. Should, have, should, have, should Ford have brought the engine to the USA? Mm, very good question. I also own a 2004 330i. Should I supercharge it? No. Um, get yourself an M3 because you can spend all your money souping up a 330 and what you end up is an M3. Um, also, would you be willing to review a 1965 Cobra 427 replica? You know the deal. Send me an email. But anyway, Barrow Straight 6. I think the reason, two reasons why we never got the Barrow Straight 6. One is a logistical one. That would mean a whole nother warehouse for Ford 
or multiple warehouses to store all these extra parts, a whole division to make new American part numbers. You'd be surprised how much that costs. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have to have suppliers and our distributors going to want a whole extra shelves for all this stuff when they just have the Ford small block that's going to do that's going to do maybe the same stuff i mean the barra you know okay is more advanced than than the Windsor ever was but um and another reason and i think it's it's an imagery reason for americans the straight 6 was the was the was always a base motor mm-hmm. you look at all american stuff if it comes with a straight 6 that's a woman's motor i mean and, and later, four cylinders kind of became that, but Toyota stopped that and made four cylinders that actually ran. That's right. And uh, so straight sixes never really came back. I mean, Chevy's doing the straight five in the base model uh, Colorado. and um, Which I believe is a Suzuki engine. For real? I was really? told by a friend of mine, I'm no authority on Chevy Colorado's, but... He told me, and I was like, you know, I'm not surprised. It's actually basically a Suzuki truck because a guy came in and asked me to do wheel bearings on one of them one time, uh-huh. the four-wheel drive. Yeah. And they are not, the wheel bearings are not American style. They're oh. It's ridiculous, insane. Like, it's like $2,000 uh, parts and labor to do them. Shit. But like, half of that is the bearings, and then the other half is all the time. Like, you have to take, like, the whole car apart. Man. Yeah. So, I believe it is actually a Suzuki Shit. badged as a Chevet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I could be well, I wrong. I often am. Well, American. Toyota did the same stuff all the way back to the 70s. Chevy loved as a Subaru pickup truck. Uh, the Geo uh, the Geo Metro uh, had a Toyota motor in it. It wasn't a Toyota. Yeah. But, you know. but yeah, yeah. Oh, look at this guy. Uh, one fun... <laughs> the first time I did wheel hub bearings on my Toyota Echo, they didn't come off, so I just got a 10-pound sledge. You know, I took the bolts off and it's rusted on. I'm like, like some form said, it's Toyota. Hit it. Boom. Boom. It took two hits. <laughs> you know, it's it was my Toyota Echo with like 200, uh, no, 160,000 miles out mm. in all weather. Mm. It just boom and it fall off. Okay. Get out the wheel. Clean it up. New one in. eBay. <laughs> eBay Toyota. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and then I wrecked that. I missed that car. Fisher two uh, two Fisher zero two five four says found a Mark one MR two. Okay, mm. Mark one A or B. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna say A with two hundred and eighty thousand miles, but no rust. Says the it. owner. Yeah. Seller said he would take five hundred for it. Scott Rust. It's got rust. Um, Does it have any sheet metal? That's better. Uh, do I have blood on my hands for not saving it? Well, what did you do? Did you not take it? Do I have blood on my hands for not saving it? I think he passed on it. If he passed, I'd say sure. For not saving it. Yeah, I mean, um, a Mark One with 280K with no rust, I've never heard of or seen, and I've seen and heard of most. Uh, but do you have blood on your hands for passing on it? No. Um, you would have rust on your hands, <laughs> not passed on it. Uh, and a ridiculously large repair bill of parts that we can no longer get. So you're good. You're in the clear. Justin has told me stories about people who come in and uh, with like a a Mark I shell Mm. and just say, well, it just needs an engine. And your answer is... 
No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, Mark One or Mark Two. The Mark Two is the most common when we were doing the Gen Four swaps in mass. Um, I'll take another one if you're grabbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when we were doing the the Mark Two Gen Four swaps in mass, a uh, very common scenario was guys would come after they had pulled their motor and decided, mm, I don't know if I want to do this, um, or bought a car like that, uh, and they'd say, Well, I just need a new motor put in. And um, if you bought a shell or have a shell. Uh, that is the least of what you need, dollars-wise, time-wise, and energy-wise. Uh, the motor, with any engine swap, the motor is the cheapest part of the swap. Um, it's the single largest cost, but it is the cheapest part of the swap. Um, you know, a Gen 4 3 HGT swap is going to be a $1,200 motor, and then two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 of other parts, depending on what you're doing and what chassis you're putting it into. Um, but yeah, now uh, shells, just say no. And we did, unfortunately. We wanted to help everybody, but even we can only only help so many people. Hmm. Well, we've been going this for an hour. Surprisingly, uh, not drinking that much. But we got, all right, I bought um, Unit, Unita or Unita Brewing. Hopnosh IPA, so I'm on my second IPA, also 7.3. Where's this made? I mean, it looks straight out of Vermont because it's green. Um, you, uh, you need a brewing loaded. You need a brewing. Oh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Hey, I'm all about that. And I have here the Lancaster Double Chocolate Milk Stout. That's a stout brewed with cocoa nibs and natural flavors added, in case you were wondering. Uh, that's uh, this little delicious piece of beverage, and uh, I've never had it before. So you you in ta says vo noob. I wonder, are you are you from Salt Lake or Utah in general? It's clear for an IPA. Brad Nielsen, thanks for the dollar. Nice man. Um, casual businessmen say they make hop nosh with great food, and it's wonderful. I don't mind a sweet beer or uh, or a fruity beer. Cheers, man. Cheers. Adam Sanchez Morano with an unusual donation of $6.88. I wonder if that's a reference to something. Says two beers or plus two beers. Or maybe that's an average cost for beer. I own a JDM 93 MR2 GTS with TRD parts. What should I do to improve or preserve it without ruining a a nice low-mile example? As an example, should I resto-mod? You you sort of asked two things here. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, let's if we can answer anything, we answer the the first. What would you do to improve a JDM 93 MR2 GTS? Yes, so I'm not sure which TRD parts you have. Um, I assume maybe strut braces, sway bars, maybe the coilovers. I don't know if this is a guy who is in America or not in America. How are our volume levels doing, by the way? I've been messing with them a little bit because we go loud and soft. I have a little VU meter here in OBS, but uh, I have justin potted down a little bit lower than me because he tends to talk a little bit louder i'm just trying to get bal i'm just trying to get balance here ba 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 see that's peaking ba ba oh that's a super peak sorry about that 
I'm trying to get it so the, the, the bars only go like three quarters of the way there. Anyway, so, so let us not... Justin is not as loud as me. Okay. I am giving Justin half a click oh. more. I mean, I can just go louder. I was trying to be quiet. They want Justin <clears throat> louder. Okay. No, you go at the same pace. Okay. As I was. I, I, I just potted you up. I just gained your mic up a little bit more. Okay. Because I can go loud if you want. Me, me, let's go. Me, me, me talking. Now you say something. Me, me, me talking. Me, me, me talking. Me, me, me talking. They go about, the, the bar is going about okay. the same. Okay, we're good. Okay, so yeah, what would you do to improve Preserve It without ruining uh, a nice low mileage example? Uh, yeah, exactly that. Um, uh, I'm going to assume it's basically just, you know, some struts, some strut bars, some sway bars. Um, if it doesn't have suspension, you know, just a nice little lowering spring. You know, a Tanabi and Eibach Pro Kit, um, a set of Kony Yellows, um, you know, BPU, you can always reverse. So BPU, basic performance upgrades. So downpipe, intercooler, exhaust, boost controller, you get a bunch of extra power, you know, 40, 50, 60 wheel. Excuse me. Um, but you can always take them back off. Uh, that's what we recommend for most of our customers who have very nice, very low mileage cars. Um, it's also what we do when we have very nice low mileage cars. So uh, keep it simple and, uh, you know, don't do anything you can't undo. It's not a lot you can't undo, really, on an MR2 unless you're hacking things in or cutting wiring up or something like that. But mm -hmm. keep it simple. Downpipe, exhaust, boost controller, intercooler. Call it a day. He says it's in Seattle as an import, which. Oh, okay. okay. So he's in America with an imported 93. Yeah, I mean, the imported 93 is a extremely nice car to begin with. Um, so, yeah. Keep it simple. Downpipe, exhaust, intercooler, boost controller. Any other brakes, suspension stuff you want to do, you can just bolt on or bolt off. Um, even our big brake kits, you bolt it on or you just bolt it off and bolt your stock one back on. Um, we have a question here from Jordan Herbert. A lemons lemons question. Oh, hey, Jordan. Oh, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jordan's a longtime customer. Justin, what motor should I run in my AW11 race car for reliability in lemons racing? Currently building a, I don't know what this is. 7A4A hybrid. Yeah. What's a 7A4A? Uh, 7AFE, 4AGE hybrid. <clears throat> uh, Jordan, my friend, <laughs> please. Uh, uh, neither. Uh, the, the, the AW11, we actually had this conversation before he bought the car. Uh -huh. He has, he has um, or he had two SW20s. I think he finally sold one of them, but the one he bought is a bone stock 91 nautical blue, 11,000 miles he bought it with. Um, just like beautiful survivor car. Um, but uh, just like when you asked me originally uh, via email if you should buy the Mark 1, the AW11, and I told you, please God, no, because even I can't get parts for them. Um the the motor wise the most reliable engine will be the bone stock motor and unfortunately that motor is now 30 plus years old so there is no most reliable engine if you want to get technical and in lemons you can do this and just suffer penalty laps you can do a mark 1.5 swap on it with a gen 4 that will be reliable but you will never accrue any kind of meaningful points or laps because they'll give you um you know, a thousand penalty laps or a million penalty laps. Lemons loves they do. It's all joke. So <laughs> oh, yeah, you yeah. roll up with like uh, one guy rolled up with an S with a CL 600 Mercedes one time. And he said, well, it's 500 bucks. And he said, no, it's not. And he said, yeah, it is. I bought it for five grand. The seats were each $1,500, blah, blah, blah. I got it all the way down. Jay Lamb, who started and runs Lemons, yeah. um, said, uh, um, okay, I don't believe you. I'm taking your car. 
They used to do that. They used to actually take your car if they didn't believe you or you couldn't prove that it was under the uh, the dollar amount. Now they just penalize you. So uh-huh. one guy showed up in like a brand new RX-8. Not yeah. brand new, like a five-year-old one. Yeah. And they just gave him a million penalty laps. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if your car's good. You're never going to catch up. <laughs> yeah. We don't do a million laps in a 24-hour race. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, uh, no, you, you don't have any reliable options in, in a Mark 1. Uh, I'm sorry. Joseph West says, have you guys seen the new Mercedes pickup truck yet? Thanks for two bucks, man. Um, no, is it based on the G-Wagon? Or is this some like Toyota Avalanche or Toyota, or, or I'm sorry, Honda Ridgeline thing? Mm. Have you heard this? No. Is it a Sprinter with a bed? I mean, the Sprinter's seems, a van. You know, I don't know. It's logical. It is rear-wheel drive, though, the Sprinter. What, what, what do you call a pickup truck whose sides fold down on the bed? To, to make like a flatbed um a good time yeah i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> we, we've exceeded my expertise it's like a, it's like a steak bed but the the sides of the bed are all on hinges anyway yeah. nikolai bacavo thanks for 10 bucks man people keep coming to up oh boy people keep coming to us people Keep coming up to us at meets and say that isn't an AE86, it's an AE88. I know I made a big deal about this in my AE86 review because we drive a Corolla GTS cars. We know they're the same, are they? <laughs> but we hear it every meet. Care to correct the fanboys? Well, first of all, your steering is your steering wheel is on the incorrect side. It was sold in the wrong country and it has a different VIN number, doesn't it? Oh, wait, it has a VIN number. <laughs> Thoughts on the Corolla GTS versus Sprinter Truino. Are they the same car? Mm. Mm. Juicy. <laughs> Think about that for a second. We will get back to this. Another customer. Oh, another customer has a question. Yes, Joshua Landis. If memory serves, he has a uh, red widebody SW20. And he says, hey, my brother. Hey, Joshua. Hey, my brother has an MR2 Spider, but the 1ZZ motor keeps blowing. What should we do to make the 1ZZ more reliable? Great question. And uh, the only talking point on what's the most reliable MR2 when you said it was the Mark III Spider. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Mostly due to age and simplicity. Um, in a post-03 Spider, when they had removed, when they had fixed the pre-cat issue, 2000, 2001, 2002, they had uh, a pre-cat issue, which would destroy the rings. It would get ingested back into the motor, blow the rings, then blow the motor. Um, the pre-cats would break up. They were basically too fragile, and because of all the heat coming off the combustion on the exhaust side. Can you explain to me what a pre-cat is? A pre-cat is literally like the world's tiniest cat in one of the header tubes. Right off the motor, like two inches from combustion. Eh. Uh, so they would they would break up. It only happened in the MR2 once easy, interestingly. the did not happen in the Corolla because it was technically a different motor even though its architecture was the same. But yeah, um, if you put in a 1ZZ motor that is a pre-03, just gut the pre-cats beforehand, which you just take a screwdriver and stick it up there and break it up. <laughs> it Literally, it, it couldn't be easier. Um, or throw Just on... Set up like a hornet's yeah, nest. Or, uh, or throw on a set of headers. Um, and, uh, and, and that will solve the problem if you don't already have... 80,000 or more miles on the motor, in which case it already has ring damage and it's now going to die a slow death. If you have pre-80,000 mile 1ZZ, 2000 to 2002, and you gut the pre-cats or put a header on, it will survive till the better part of forever. That's a good line. It survives the better part of forever. Thanks, man. 
Just, I just came up with it. Ah, <laughs> that is a good line. So, we're back to the Corolla GTS versus Toyota <clears throat> AE86 Sprinter Truino. I think a little bit is sweet lemons or sour grapes. Mm. I can't afford the tofu tax, mm-hmm. so I bought a Corolla GTS from somebody's dad. <laughs> or granddad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was just a fun kind of... <laughs> this was our zippy car. It was very zippy. <laughs> I like that. It's got a lot of spunk. Oh, it's got a lot of... It's got a lot of pep. <laughs> All right. You know the guys... Well, there was a guy in the comments who built the replica... Shelby Cobra or the guys who build the replica GT500 Mustang I know I'm going all Fords here they're the fake Yanko Camaros Mm. now the difference between that people pass on it because okay it's American versus American but this is American versus Japanese Justin has already talked that the JDM engines are different because there's different mapping, there's different turbos, there's different computers. They're just better. And there's also the Blocks difference. Same. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. You know, maybe it's Star Trek Insurrection. The line must be drawn here. No further. Man, no. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't do. I can't do Patrick Stewart. Only he can do Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I can't do him. He just comes out sounding like Sean Connery when I try to do him. <laughs> nice. It just doesn't work. Um, I, I see the two super chats that the time is winding down, but this is such at least give me your feelings on the GTS versus the Sprinter True and O. I know if I have any feelings. I, I've never driven either. Really? Never. Okay. Um I don't know that any of them survived on this side of the continent. Okay. Um I know a lot of guys in California that have them. They seem to be very nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, six of one, half a dozen of another. Like, yeah, it's not a real true no. It doesn't say it on the back. Yeah. Um, and also, when you look at the VIN, the the real one says mm-hmm. AE8, AE86, mm-hmm. and the American one says AE86 and also AE88. Yeah. Th- that number appears. Oh, shit. One, one, one uh, super chat went away. I'll answer Luke, and then I'll have to scroll up and get the other one. Luke's another customer. Actually, Luke is the Blue Mark 1.5 you drove. Yay! Luke, what up? I hear your things even faster now. Mm-hmm. Luke says, hey, guys, just wanted to say hi. Justin, I have some plans I will need to discuss with you for next winter. I believe you, Luke. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, 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 I was thinking more. Dun, 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 Yeah, um, when you drove it, it was on stock boost and had a, a wonky third gear synchro. Yeah. It he, now is on boost control. It makes like, that motor is like a freak motor. I mean, like 270 <laughs> wheel on like 15 pounds of boost. It's, a, it, it, it's an angry Mark One. Yeah. Uh, he was at our second RCR uh, yes. meet and um, I didn't get a chance to drive it. I got to say hi to Luke. Thanks for driving all the way out there. I'm digging that... One of the things that he did with his AW11 is he isn't running big wheels. Mm-hmm. He's running small wheels with thick tires. 15-inch workmeisters. Yeah. Beautiful wheels. Yeah, Luke's, Luke's, uh, Luke's a classy fella. 
Max Fontaine, <clears throat> thanks for, for le one pound. On um, pound. Um, that's a question about the Dodge Caliper that we can come back to. I live in Vermont. I, uh, the hobbyist. Thanks for five bucks, man. I live in Vermont and would love to send you guys some double IPA beers. Mailing <laughs> alcohol is illegal in Pennsylvania. You can't do it. But thank you. <laughs> do you have a P.O. box receive gifts? No. Uh, that's a weird thing about PA. It's a blue. Uh, we have blue laws. Justin and I had to drive like a half an hour to find a grocery store that circumvented the laws so we can have a, our own little multi six pack. Jesus. <laughs> Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. CPZ. 69, dude. 169. What number am I thinking of? <laughs> One of the greatest quotes, right? I mean. <laughs> Will Robinson's a $2 question. <laughs> Thoughts on the crucible and the scarlet letter? Okay. The crucible is... Um, <clears throat> The Crucible is a safe book about witches that you read in the eighth grade. And The Scarlet Letter is a story about spousal abuse. And uh, also is a very good uh, uh, story about the Romanticist period and allows that the uh, it's the beginning of the individual capital I that proves that someone can move beyond their labels and our current uh, fascination uh, with... Uh, um, uh, gender labels can be traced back to an Enlightenment novel from the 19th century. Because if you kn want to know anything about the Scarlet Letter, is that the letter A on Hester Prim's chest begins to to uh, in the beginning it stands for adulteress, and by the end of the movie, through her good acts, it stands for Abel, and that is her transcending the boundaries of her own of, of the labels that society has given her. So it's possible that the individual can rise above societal constructs, and that exists, and and that concept predates the Constitution. Mic drop. Um, hey guys, just wanted to say hi. Justin, I have some plans. Oh, that was that was Luke. Uh. Is an AWO history and mods love the show? I don't know what that means from Fisher to Fife. It's an A. It's an, it's a, an a without, without history, history and mods. And mods. Thank you for thank you for two bucks, man. Um, I think he did before too. Fisher O two five five four. Yeah. That's Josh. We got Josh. Okay. Um. Oh, that's funny. There was a oh, there was a lot of random ones here. What? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Please read that. Please read that. Uh, thank you, CNN, for $5. Uh, and their question is just a statement. We are the most trusted name in news. This happens every time we do this. Really? CNN shows up, throw, <laughs> throws down throws down a fiver, and tells us we are the most trusted name in news. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we, You have made it, my friend. <laughs> Hmm. Um, the ten dollar one is going to go slower. So, what is your opinion on K twenty swap? We were talking about K twenty, the one that did the wheel stand. K on K swap SW twenties. I understand the horsepower possibilities, but would you still consider it a true Toyota? Tommy K, thanks for the five dollars. That is a great question. <clears throat> would I consider it a true Toyota? Well, I mean, it doesn't have a Toyota engine, so obviously it's not a true Toyota. But is that what you want? You know, do you want a K-swapped MR2? They will make more power, with rare exception, than a 3SGTE-swapped uh, MR2 or equipped MR2. Um, you will 
pour piles of money into it to make that power. But compared to a 3S GTE, um, you know, I guess a little bit less. Interesting question, though. There's a lot of uh, hubbub about that in the in the MR2 diehard. Is my Falcon, if, if I Ella swap my Falcon... Is it a true Falcon? Is it, a, is it still a Ford... Like, even if I do a simple, like uh, Matt Happel said, if I do an LS swap, I should do the 4.8 LS with the 4L60 transmission, the lesser of the two transmissions. Mm -hmm. But if I'm not running, if I'm not running boost or I'm not running a six liter with a tune on it and a cam and springs, I don't need the 4L80 because that's a truck transmission. Yeah. Yeah. I just need the smaller one if I'm just building a cruiser. Yeah. just uh, uh, Matt Happel, he has this saying when, when people come up with him with build questions, and his question always to them is, what is your goal for this car? When we were still building cars, the first two questions, what's your budget, and what are you going to use it for? If you are building a drag MR2, build a K-Swap car. Mm-hmm. Because it's way easier, more work, but much simpler work. You buy 1,000 horsepower K-motors and just... Put them in there. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're building a road course car, you can't use that much power on your best day in an MR2. It's hilarious and pointless. If you're building just a cruiser that you want to just have a good time with and not spend many tens of thousands of dollars, um, you know, putting it together and just have a good time like the cars that we used to build or like our giveaway cars. Mm-hmm. We just want to go have a good time. It's reliable. It works. It's fun. It's quick. It's not going to destroy a, a, a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Um, then leave the 3S in there. Especially if it's Gen 4 or Gen 5. Mm, junk S Junk SW22. Thanks for two bucks, man. What wheels best suit the SW20? Well, okay, now we're into aesthetics. Me? I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, actually, because I'm probably jaded. Or biased. Ah, wheels. <laughs> wheels and an intake do not a build make. <laughs> uh, see, I'm a purist and I like, I still believe in the idea of authorial intention from a literature perspective. It's not a postmodernist viewpoint. And I believe the wheels that came on it are the correct wheels. Now, my AW11 Mark. 1B did not have stock wheels. It had NK 92s or 82s, but they were a factory authorized dealer option. Ford okayed those wheels that were on that car. You just didn't have the BBS wheels? Mine had NKs. It did. And that was and it was and it was on the um the sheet. They came oh, with right, those. They you came with those. from the original owner, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. That what happened is that car came off the boat before it got to the distributing house at the port, the um, it had steelies. Steelies <laughs> came off, NKs went on before it got through customs. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating, especially since I have... Like- or maybe through customs and then after customs it really? had these. It was, it was, but it was considered a factory option. Right. So it wasn't a dealer option. No. It happened it before it got to the dealer. Yeah. happened before it got to the dealer. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Thanks for saying love prime, by the way, junk SW22. We, we, we got to go back up through these because I wax poetic about these names. Um, so I see all these things. Red Scarlet in the eighth grade. Jimmy Sanchez said Red Scarlet in the eighth grade hated it. 
you're not ready for the Scarlet Letter. Scarlet Letter is honestly college level stuff. And also because it's read in late modern English or rather, okay, okay. Uh, the greatest influencer to writing is the camera. The camera changed how people wrote. <laughs> Early everything written say pre 1910 has a different feel to it because people had to write in imagery and that is what the realist movement is about before cameras like dennis miller love him or hate him had this really good line that said look at old portraits all it is is rich people and their stuff yeah that's true <laughs> i never thought of that all all artists were were cameras hanging around the neck of the rich. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So the the making cheap illustrations changed writing and also introduced the importance of the internal monologue. Because before you you pick up like the Scarlet Letter and like the chapter house or the union house, the first the first chapter of that book is just describing a building and you hand this thing to an eighth grader and he's just thinking, why do I have to read this? I just learned how to use my hand to trick my dick into thinking I'm having sex. This is stupid. <laughs> and way less exciting. I know. And then you're going to try to get me interested in this. But you see, you have to put yourself in the, in the period of that, that time that if you wanted to know what was going on, you had to write about the way fucking things look. I mean, you read more D. Arthur and like the early Arthurian legend, they spend pages describing a fucking meal. And, and that's the exciting stuff, but you have to get your mind out of sex before you can read this. So teaching the Scarlet Letter to eighth graders, you have to just focus. The, 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 it's, it's a huge burden on the teacher to explain what's going on in this time for kids to realize this. In, in, in the same way that when you talk about Toyota engines, you have to explain what Toyota was trying to do to the world. Mm -hmm. Because we're just getting off of smog. It's like, you look, you can have power. It Look. This is not a five liter engine. This is 1.8. I know you're seeing that tiny number and you're getting angry. Let me explain what's going on here. This is something called port fuel injection. <laughs> it's not uh, made by Holly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we made our own. Mm -hmm. That works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, really. Because we're Japanese. <laughs> Tommy K says, what's your opinion? Okay, we had that question, K-Swap. Yeah. You can see how the hours go by right here. It's crazy how uh, time flies when you're... What is wheels? We talked about wheels. What wheels best suit the SW20? The wheels that came on it. Fuck me. Oh, interesting. That was, yeah, some interesting follow-up to that. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, C-Peasy uh 4l60 was also in trucks it's a decent box yeah it's, it's totally decent the, the the thing about the 4l60 is people try to tr people try to run a uh, high boost motors through a 4l60 because they're cheap and also because they don't want to cut transmission tunnels because it's a smaller physically smaller okay, so transmission yeah. from general motors and then they keep busting them up and like well how do i build up the transmission it's called buy the 4l80 it'll take 800 horsepower and it won't care because it's made for it's made for all the 3500 series stuff <laughs> big heavy crap yeah, yeah. uh oh, cpz says hey fellas colin from ohio here 
Do you think a thousand dollar eighty four Buick Riviera mm. five liter, so that's probably the GM three hundred five, mm. is worth restoring? No. Um, and maybe one day swapping with a with the GN thirty eight hundred. No. You know what that thing is? I know. I know you're gonna say, but everybody does LSs. No. Cheap shit box, six liter iron block LS Chinese turbocharger. Yeah. Okay. No. See, if you get a G, he's referring to the G, a Grand National Turbo 3800, oh, yeah. that's worth five times the, that. Yeah. It's, it's a great V6. Mm-hmm. It's also worth five times the amount of your car mm-hmm. versus a six liter LS out of a van is worth $200 and it fits your build. <clears throat> Unless, it's, see, it, it's a $1,000 84 Buick River. Wait, 84, was that a transverse? Shit. Now I don't know. When they started, the 80s. I don't know. I don't know my Rivieras that well. We need Justin Kramer here. The, 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 I know a Grand National would just be by Grand National. Yeah. I mean, I drove one. They're, they're... Oh, wait, 84 Buick Riviera. So that's pre- Grand National started in 83. So you're going to make a Grand National clone? No. I mean, buy a T-Type. That'll be cheaper. Um. No matter what, you're stuck with that GN uh, General Motors 80s interior. Like even with a Grand National stuff is cheap, cheap in there. You and know what we the... talked about the Lexus button sound yeah. guy. GM didn't have that guy. <laughs> in fact, no, they hired him and then they fired him because he was taking up too much time. You know what the worst thing about a General Motors is? General uh, a Grand National is closing the door with the window down. <laughs> because you close it and you hear the window rattle inside the door. Yeah, you couldn't do that. In fact, you couldn't close the door with the window up uh, and down just a little bit with you inside the car because your brains would come out the other side. There's <laughs> you know, like the hammer effect with one window down. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't do it. Can't do it. What's AJ Allen? AJ Allen. Thanks for five bucks, man. Just wanted to say you guys got me into cars. Learn to drive stick and influence my decision to purchase a Golf GTI. Mm, Keep up the great work. It's a good. It's probably the mark I talked about. I said, look, if it it was the Golf GTI versus Focus ST argument, Uh, and uh, so so like, look, if you're gonna be commuting a lot, if you're gonna be spending a lot of time in this car, and you want your friends to enjoy it, look, Volkswagen's interior game is choice, and and Ford just cheaped out a little bit on the interior. But the thing is, they were trying to undercut the GTI for price point, Mm -hmm. and you got to cut somewhere. Um, and the Americans always cut inside. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they do. Yeah, GTI. Yeah, the German interiors are not to be trifled with. Sin Fang offers a 4,000. I don't know what that is. W with two lines through it horizontally. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I love it. Junk SW20 says, says, I'm going for a staggered setup for 280 horsepower street. Yes, the wheels. Yes. So, okay. So, Junk uh, SW22. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, we offer our our most frequent uh, setups on, on the website, on prongdriven.com. Um, the most common ones we're going to run are obviously the Anki RPF1s. Uh, we'll run the 8 and the 9, light fender roll in the rear, uh, 215 front, 245 rear tire. Uh, call it a day. Uh, tire choice, up to you. Kumos, Sumitomos, Yokohamas, Dunlops, uh, 280 horsepower street. You don't need any ridiculous tire. You don't need the Dunlop 
uh, Z2, which is really was actually designed for lemons racing. P.S. Um, but uh, you don't need anything crazy like that. You can get any of the Japanese or you know Korean tires, and they'll work just fine. Um, but yes, you're correct to go for a staggered setup. Um, the giveaway car number five, the last one was on Anki RPF one double stagger, 17 inch front, 18 inch rear. Uh, current giveaway number six is on 18s all the way around. Um, it looks good, uh, but if you're driving the car on a regular basis, um, you know the 17s are gonna are gonna be a little nicer in terms of uh, ride quality. You got an extra five profile on the uh, tire sidewall there. <clears throat> So Anki RPF ones, if you don't mind spending the uh, the G note, uh, if you want to save a few bucks, the XXRs and the Avids we carry, they're all fine. They're not even that much heavier than the RPF ones. Um, you know, they're cool looking tire, they're cool looking wheels. They're perfectly fine, and for the money, they're impossible to beat. Tommy K has a follow up to that. I've got eighteen NK. See, I, I say NK, and you say Inke. I say Anki. Anki. You're probably right. NK. Because they're Japanese. Hmm. I think I watched a video from the NK factory. Uh, and you trickster. <laughs> and they say, what is the correct, pr- correct pronunciation of our company? NK. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that it, be- it's simple. It's two letters. NK. Mm-hmm. I've got 18-inch NKs that look dope on my SW20, as they should. Hard to get spacing right, and the low profile ruins any kind of ride quality, but the look is phenomenal. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially depending on what your suspension is. Um, if you're on a really mild suspension um, in terms of spring rates and strut uh, and damping, uh, you can make it tolerable. But yeah, the 18s, you got to go to a 35 profile tire. It's basically a baloney skin. Uh, it looks good, <laughs> which is why it's on giveaway car number six. Um, and that car actually doesn't ride that bad because it's on a, a milder strut and a, and a lowering spring. But yeah, on coilovers, your 18s are going to give you some kidney damage. Patrick says, talk about Lexus. <laughs> Wait, I think that's talk ab put Lexus. <laughs> Patrick, are you drinking too? <laughs> there he goes. Do another line. Look for Lexus. I, lo- I love Lexus. They're fancy Toyotas. I used to work on MB 140 chassis S class become a wiring nightmare after a few years. Oh. Ryan Cochlin, someone you know? Conklin. Is that like Conklin's Law from uh, Cocktail? What's that? Tom Cruise movie? Didn't see Bartender? It. No? No. Classic. Ryan Cochlin, thanks for 10 bucks, man. Uh, I only bought an Audi S4 after a review. It's a fun car. Terrible gas miles, but mm. fun sedan. Because mm. everywhere I want to go, <laughs> so much power. And I love the weirdness of the show. Please don't change. You know, I wish I could carry a rasp with me so I could properly itch my asshole. <laughs> a wood rasp. Like a but, straight one or like an angled one? Straight one. Okay, all right. All right. But I recently bought a bidet. <laughs> it's in there, the bathroom when you use the bathroom. Have you? Well, ever, I saw it. Have you ever tried a bidet? I have in France. Ooh, did and I, I was but surprised. Which which gen S four is he talking about? B five, B six. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Because the I B5, found out the two seven twin turbo was badass, but hilariously expensive to work on. I think the one that I uh, reviewed was the supercharged V six. So oh, that would the, have been 
Yeah, that would have been the uh, B7. Okay. Yeah, I think that's one to the 3-liter supercharged V6. Yeah. What did you think of that? It was fun. It sucked gas like crazy. Yeah. I made this argument later that um, a, uh, a Corvette C6 gets more power and better gas mileage. But on the highway cruising, because their sixth gear is hilarious. Yes. Overdrive. Yes. Like, I believe they're spinning at 60 miles an hour, 65 miles an hour, like 1,200 RPM. Mm. Something ludicrous. Yeah. Like, I remember the overdrives, si- overdrive, overdrive. I remember in a C7, uh, I was in sixth, seventh gear. Uh. In At 40 miles an hour, and the engine was turning 780 RPM. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally took over <laughs> and i also found that if i slowly scroll through the chat i won't miss a super chat question that's a good good point will robinson says we read the scarlet letter in 11th grade that's a better grade for it right before malcolm x autobiography you know, that's a weird transition because you've is. gone over a century between uh um works and continents Scarlet Letter is American. But it took place, took place in France? No? Scarlet Letter? No. Scarlet Letter takes place in Boston. Is that the Pimpernel? Scarlet Pimpernel? What's that mean? Forget. Excuse my literary illiteracy. Oh. Scarlet Letter takes place in uh, pre... In, in colonial America. And it was written... It was written mm. before the Constitution, but it was written uh, in uh, the colonies. Huh. And it was uh, written during the Salem Witch Trials. But it has nothing to do with wishes. I see. I see. Long and short of Scarlet Letter is a woman has sex out of wedlock, <gasps> and then she is forced to wear a little sign on her chest forever with the letter A saying you're an adulteress. Or you got an excellent grade in school. Yeah. Yeah. And, but throughout the story, she does a whole bunch of good things, and everybody in the town likes her, and that's the end of the story. I like it. Yeah. yeah, but but it, it's more about being anyway. I see. I apologize for the, the no, and I apologize for being there. done. Like the, I, I I hate being like literature nerd guy and actualing my way through a conversation. Actually, actually, um, we read the Scarlet Letter in eighth grade right before Mountain Dollar uh, autobiography. Unrelated. Do you want a French car brand to return to the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> See, I like the Peugeot 206 because of that commercial and because of video games. And because it won the World Rally Championship? It did? How yeah. many times? Once or twice? I think just one. Marcus Grunholm. <clears throat> it was a fun car and it was a turbo diesel and I had fun driving a little turbo diesel and I think it would be fine here. I mean, people like the golf diesel, so why not this? Mm, You're just going to have the golf diesel as much now. No. <laughs> it's because it's French that you'd have problems selling it. I mean, yeah. we inherited the Americans like I don't want to blame everything on the British, but it's fun to do. They we we earned our making fun of uh France from the British because rightly so. Yeah. Um but then also we kind of had this weird thing that they helped us out with the revolution and then after it was over they're like, "Okay, now help us with our revolution." And we went, "Who are you again?" Hmm? Come again? No. no really? Uh je ne sais what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Latine says hello. Hello. Um <clears throat> somebody 
made fun of me about the Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> mm -hmm. Forty-six miles. That's so I'm point. scrolling back Whatever up. Whatever you said is a fair point. Oh, interesting. Uh, is that the uh, most recent one? Um, oh, so I have a caliber question. No. Uh, Adison Grimu gives a dollar. Thank you. Sin Wolfgame gives a thousand dollar W lines through it. Thank you. <laughs> w one thousand <laughs> message redacted. Scarlet letter in the eighth grade. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're. I dad clicked. Current. I dad clicked my way to the bottom. Damn it. Josh Woodso. Thanks for five bucks, man. Still have time for the caliper question. I had one. Oh, a Dodge caliper. Mm -hmm. I had one. Hated it so much that I loved it. That sounds like Stockholm syndrome to me. <laughs> Drove it from Wisconsin to New Mexico before the frame rusted out. You made it the whole way? Sorry. Sorry. It was a genuine surprise. I've never driven a Dodge Caliper, and I have to do it from RCR. I heard it's one of the worst cars you can buy. Was was the Caliper a, a neon and drag? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it did an a... SRT4. Yeah. 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 It was not good looking. Uh, no. I, I like the Dodge Neon SRT4. It, it was balls out, and it was fast, and it was fun. And they all blew up. And they all, like, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> Because they were badass when the MR2s were only 10 years old. We were like, oh, I can't keep up with these guys. We're on 19 pounds of boots on bump cats. 300 wheel. It's ridiculous. And we're still around as 27-year-old cars, and they're not as 15-year-old no, cars. They're not. Because they're American. I'm sorry. Bruce Henn says this about working on a bunch of Dodge Neon SRT4s. He said, look, they are made to make the power they make from factory. If you don't fuck with it, mm -hmm. it'll run. But that engine from factory is running the most that that weird G, uh, that weird Mopar Mitsubishi thing can make. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to do. You put a boost controller on that, pop. Nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> Fully engorged. <laughs> <laughs> What's he say? I don't know. That's all he says. Fully engorged in the sword. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Gillespie, that sounds strangely like a customer. Toyota Yamaha engine in. Yes, the heads on Toyota engines in the 80s and 90s were manufactured by Yamaha. That is correct. But they share nothing in common with a motorcycle engine. Idison Gimmyu, $5, says, Do you know any tire manufacturers that still make off-road oriented tires for a 14-inch rim? Cocker, maybe. Bias ply Jeep tires and snow tires don't count. Aww. <laughs> you want off-road O tires for 14 millimeter. A cocker is just uh, like vintage winga dinga stuff. You want off-road oriented. Bias ply Jeep tires and snow tires don't count. Did you go on tire rack and just type in like a 14 inch wheel and see what comes up? That would be my recommendation. What ran 14-inch wheels? And and you, you don't care about Jeep wheels because that's what I was going to say. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm going to venture a guess, and they're going to be Chinese-named. You know what? Or sneakily American-named Chinese companies. Right. Like Winter Lake. <laughs> Is that you're a not company? Fool yeah, you're not fooling anybody, China. Yeah. The... <laughs> I think, see, you can have an off-road tire, but you know what a good off-road tire is? A snow tire. <laughs> you may be able to find a 14-inch snow tire and just rip it up off-road. It'll work for you. Justin is peeing. 
Mike Bumbera says, Super Chat got skipped, but I have a question anyway. Sorry, man. I, I, I didn't figure out if I scroll slowly, it'll, it'll save all of them. Got a GTS AE888 and swapped in a 4AGE with aftermarket pulley kit. Oh, 4AGE, 4AGZE with an aftermarket pulley kit. So you run the supercharged one. Will I break my T50 transmission soon? Now, that's a question for Justin when he gets back from peeing. And thank you to everybody else whose uh, Super Chat questions disappear. But now that we're slowly scrolling through the, uh, the lines, we will get to yours before we get to the very bottom. Anthony um, P. Torelli says, Hey, RCR, just wanted to say I love your... What if I left it there and just said, I love your, I love your channel. Keep what you're doing in Pittsburgh. So you like the SS review. Pretty much love from Toronto. Yeah. Sorry. We said, or I said earlier, um, RCR Toronto is, uh, not happening. It's RCR Kingston. So we got another MR2 question waiting for you here. Fantastic. <laughs> Mike uh, says, Super Chat got skipped. Again, sorry. But I have a question anyway. I got a GTS AE88, and he put in the 4AGZE with an aftermarket pulley kit. Now, will I break my T50 transmission? I assume the T50 is an AE transmission. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and venture a guess. No. Anything built by Toyota in the 80s or the 90s wasn't generally broken on power increases sub 100%, with the exception of a hard launch on a very sticky tire and a very sticky surface. Mm. Just like the S54, which only was which only was mated to a 130 horsepower 5SFE in the MR2 or any other car and engine uh, transmission uh, combination there. Um you will not break an S54 at 300 wheel uh, on a roll, but you will break it on a launch because the diff breaks, not the gears or any really? of the other stuff. Yeah, oh. yeah. The transmission itself will hold up just fine. Just like, I mean, the E153 will hold up to 800 wheel horsepower, but mm. you'll break the CV axles on a sticky tire hard launch at 300 wheel. Mm. So, you know, pick, huh. pick your poison. But uh, I don't venture you're going to break that unless you are drag racing on a super sticky tire on a super sticky surface, in which case no logic or reason applies. Thank you for that answer. Einstein Gilmaru. <clears throat> thanks for five bucks, man. Do you know of any tire manufacturer? Oh, we answered this. Yes, we did. I was going to say that name is eerily familiar. Yeah, there. That was Mer uh, oh, I dad clicked. Dad click. Oh, you know what I did? I held the button down just a little bit too long, and then I went all the way down to the bottom. There we go. Merith. Justin, thinking of the Scarlet Pimpernel about the French Revolution. Uh, so Again, is that where I got France from? I, I, or is that wrong? I, I wish I knew what that what the Scarlet Pimpernel was, and, and I shouldn't know what it means, but I, I don't. it was French. That's where I got my, my Scarlets. Mm. Thank you, Merith. Thank you, Merith. Thanks for the five bucks. Appreciate it. Just some of the Scarlet Pimpernel. I feel impotent that I don't know what the Scarlet Pimpernel is. Carefully. 
Don't dad click. <laughs> Easy. Steady Easy on. click. Steady. Jared says, are we going to have two hour long podcasts now? Dude, when the beer flows, the, to- the, the, the minute hand spins. Also, I think for the record, we're, we're like 149 right now. Yeah. Aren't we? Yeah. Oh, 146. I was pretty close. I was yeah. on it. No, for real? Awesome. <clears throat> Find a GMC Sprint. Ready to have my throat and hole used hard by these drunk straight guys. Who said anything about straight? <laughs> the coons is me. Matthew Mole. Hey, Matt. <clears throat> hmm? The cam master has been improved since you last reviewed it. That's a Buick Roadmaster running the original LT engine mm. and a, I think, a Tremec 5 or six, five speed mm. um, in a bench seat that they had to cut a hole in the floor for a stick shift to come through. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, do something with the ECU so the ECU just thinks it's neutral all the time. <laughs> and then also how to cut a bit and, and re-sew the bench seat so you have enough throw room to throw I was going to say you had to cut the whole seat up right yeah <laughs> no you kept the bench yeah. seat Matthew Mo says Cam Master has been improved since you last review it we were willing to review it for a comparison also finally finished the LT swap 87k10 nice LT1 is that the because GM had the LT engine mm-hmm. then they went to the LS and now they brought back the designation LT which is really just an LS with direct injection yeah I'm confused I'm about confused that about that too yeah. We're a uh, review for a comparison. Uh, Matt, I don't, I kind of don't want to revisit the Cam Master just because I have a bunch of other stuff to, uh, to do. But, you know, s- send me an email about the 87K10. How, how rare actually are the AE95 sedans in America? I'm in Southern California and I rarely see them. I don't know what an AE95 is. Nor do I. Mm. I expect it's a Toyota based on the AE, but that's pretty much it. Mm. Burgundy Burnout says, I'm back. What did I miss? Well, I'm still on my second beer. (laughs) And my second beer was gone many moons ago. Uh, In the regular chat, the LX2003 says, North Star. Mm. I have one. In what? What do you guys think of them? Like, look, I had this whole rant about the General Motors North Star engine. Look, it offers nothing over an LS. General Motors made it to have a modern double overhead cam V8, all aluminum block. Mm-hmm. And they touted that thing. It, uh, Justin Kramer's opinion on it is, as look, it, it makes good power for what it is. But they, they drop the ball with the gaskets. They blow head gaskets and... They're, they're they're just stuffed into engines because they're they're a physically dimensionally larger and transverse. Yeah, you know, uh, Bill Strong, <clears throat> grandfather or father of the MR2OC forums. Yeah, uh, put one in a Mark One. It, it moved around the backyard a couple times, but that was pretty much the extent of the build. Uh, I mean, like a long build, like you put a lot of work into it, but yeah. ultimately, I don't think it ever saw public roads. But yeah, he took the because it's it's narrower, mm. so he was able to uh, to squeeze it in there. There were some compromises, accommodations, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it moved around. But they were transverse. That's it why moved it did. around until the it moved around just a little <clears throat> bit. The oil didn't get up to temp, and the water temp, the coolant did not get up to temp. 
the next comment is hilarious. What? My cool Kino. You want me to read it? Yeah. I got a hot Tinder date this week. Should I take my 91 Chevy box van that is white with no windows? Or should I ask to borrow my dad's rusted out caravan? Neither have a valid PA inspection. I'm going to bow to the PA resident for this one. <laughs> okay. So he got a Dodge caravan versus Chevy box van. Mm, no windows. <laughs> Panel van. The rusted out caravan. How old is she? Let's make sure this you is gotta, legal first. You gotta <laughs> lean out the window, and if you don't chew Copenhagen, you do now. <laughs> you gotta lean out the window and say, Hey, you wanna go to the Kino Parlor? They just opened one out of the strip mall. Oh, well, my wife wears a diaper. <laughs> Which is a Brian Shoop line. Uh, borrow my dad. So, the 91 Chevy box van is yours? Well, then you got to come correct as yourself, Chevy box fan. Represent. Oh. Einstein, uh, tire question was for a Miata. That explains the 14-inch. Mm. I was a little confused on the on the Jeep because I thought they had 15s. My yeah. Grand Cher- my uh, Cherokee Sport had 15s. Yeah. So, yeah, Miata. Well, Miatas are catered to for tires, probably not by a lot of manuf- manufacturers. Again, with Chinese stuff. Yeah. It's going to exist. Yeah, I mean, don't get fooled by the name. And people uh, lift them all the time. Yeah. True story. Uh, Regular question. uh, What do you guys think about auto mechanic as a trade? You want to become a mechanic? Mm. Computer repair delivery driver here and looking to make a switch up to trades. Mm. So what? And when you say delivery driver, you're like talking about like Geek Squad or something like that. It's like a retail thing. That's that's the feel I'm getting. But right, I could be I could be mistaken. Like, I mean, very, yeah. Do you have some skill wrenching? I mean, you could offer you could you could go up to a mechanic that you have a, a reputation um, rapport with. That's the word, and say, "I'd like to learn how to do this." Can I apprentice like after hours? Because after hours is a thing with shops. Sometimes they have to like the owner or something will go after hours. Mm-hmm. The, the the sign is flipped to close. He's not answering the phone. You know, it's ringing, but he's not answering. He's like, look, I need to get something. And you want to work for this guy for an hour, even handing tools. You're going to learn a lot. That would be my advice. You know, he's not paying you. Look, I want to learn how to do this. Can you teach me? That sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's actually it's interesting because the two are almost entirely unrelated. Like, have you ever been a paid mechanic? Like a lot of guys who are enthusiast mechanics, um, which is the vast majority of, of our customers, <laughs> um, <clears throat> are you know, it's fun to work on your own car in your own time when you want to. Yeah. Uh, it's not as fun to work on other people's cars all the time when you don't want to. It's the only word of caution i would uh, i would give you but like like brian said uh if you can find somebody who will let you shadow him apprentice him which is tough because that's time they could be working and making money and you're slowing them down um then uh do that because that's a lost art yeah in terms of apprenticing and people who will allow you to to apprentice them yeah uh, but great advice sebastian nelson thanks for five bucks man I drive an O2 Mitsubishi Gallant. Mm. 
Alright. <laughs> Love these, how would I be portrayed? How would I be portrayed? <clears throat> okay. Well Is it a VR four? I'm guessing no. Because if it was, he would have said would have so. Said that, yeah. yeah. That's like when you have a Beamer 323 and take the badges off. Everyone thinks it's an M3. No, <laughs> no they don't. Mm-hmm. They just don't. Would you ever review one and opinion in general? Love you from Michigan. Love the show. Thanks, Sebastian. Okay, an O2 Mitsubishi Galant driver. You're pregnant. <laughs> you, 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 or your passenger is pregnant if he's a guy. <laughs> you have a pack of marble gold cigarettes with old Christmas ribbon wrapping around it as your prize for giving birth. Because you know enough. See, if you were driving a Cavalier, you'd be smoking while pregnant. But you're a Mitsubishi Galant, so you got what well, you got something called class. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you you have those cigarettes on the mantle above the cemented up fireplace next to a picture, like the only picture of your grandfather with an untucked shirt. Uh, and his Korean War hat that he never takes off while he was alive so that's how you'll be portrayed Um, (laughs) because your grandfather every time someone tries to take a picture he he goes right up to the camera and holds his hand and say cut that shit out (laughs) I've never had yeah I think my grandfather was like that. I hardly ever knew. But there were a few people floating around like friends of family who were vehemently opposed to any type of photograph at any time. It was like, no, no, no. They'd get up and leave the table mm-hmm. if a camera came out. Mm-hmm. And was like, look, this is like a Memorial Day picnic and we're all here. The family's all here. And there'd be that one relative who got up and left. Anyway. There, this, there's like a large... pre-social media. Yeah, this is like 95. Uh, Roast the Toyota Yaris. <laughs> M Beats Yaris. Taint Buster 9000, like the hardest seats in the world. <laughs> M Beats. Thanks for the five bucks, man. I remember you from before. He's telling me, you should buy an 86 Plymouth Reliant or, or oh, should I? Oh, should I buy an 86 Plymouth Reliant for $1,500? It's a coupe with 89,000 original miles on the original Chrysler 2.5 four-cylinder, driven by an old lady who died at the age of 105. All right. Um, My first question is vacuum lines. There's going to be a butt ton of them and i'll bet all of them are as hard as the veins in the owner so yeah if the family's selling it for 1500 you are going to be spending two thousand dollars on labor costs to have that engine refreshed i'll bet like look if the oil was changing everything it's probably fine injectors are fine you know i don't know about carbon buildup on well, okay, it's port like Plymouth eighty six Plymouth Reliant. They were running carburetors at the same time they were running TBI injection. Mm. 
So I have no America. idea. Uh, I have no idea what the valves are in. Mm. I mean, I kind of think that's a good price. Offer them nine hundred. See what they say. <laughs> Even for like, look, okay. If you're of the means, there's nothing wrong with a thousand dollar beater. Um. Hmm. My first question was going to be, did you die in the car? <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Thanks for your question, man. Uh, somebody uh, asked about a 2003 Tacoma. Oh, did I dad click too yeah, fast? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, I did. All, all, uh, all Toyotas are amazing. Uh, uh, there's a, another one of my customers. Uh, oh, wow. We dad clicked again. Dad click. You dad clicking. You should review an ice cream truck. Or I'm trying to re- or review the uh, on it food truck. Um, oh, the AG uh, GSTGI uh, driver. I actually mean the AE95, which was the all-wheel drive bros- version of the AE92 Corolla as a Corolla platform wagon sedan. So I is that, is that the all-track one? Yes. Is that the one that had the tilt sensor in the dash, or was that something that was a Tercel? Yeah, that was, was a Tercel. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm only vaguely familiar with the the. Now that he said that, yeah, the all-track Corolla wagons. One of my, one of our customers had one, and I don't remember how many miles it had on it. Many, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, like any '80s or '90s Toyota. If the body was still there, it was yeah. run like clock. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I mean, a total fashion statement. I mean, that's the chicks, chicks. <laughs> I mean, you can call it the shagging wagon. Gosh, they were high tech, and then no one cared, and now the nerds care deeply for those things. Tim uh, Kobelia says, "What mods, if any, would you recommend for a daily driven one MZ FE Toyota Avalon?" I think that was the guy that asked about the one MZ riding low to the Olive Garden in that thing <laughs> with two hundred. Yeah, with two hundred ninety-three. Oh, we got extra breadsticks. <laughs> I like the Olive Garden. You know, Gary works there. Gary's a good boy. <laughs> How are you gonna mod an Avalon? Don't, don't. Twenty-five do it. shot of nitrous. Yeah, <laughs> and. And then count your blessings. <laughs> 25 shot of nitrous. <laughs> you, you know, get, get the cordless drill you bought at Harbor Freight. <laughs> shove it right into the plastic line going up to the end. Yeah, your the, Pittsburgh drill. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago electric. <laughs> yeah, Chicago electric. <laughs> Pittsburgh is the, uh, is the, the non-motorized, the, the non-motorized retros. Yeah. Just hook it up to a doorbell <laughs> inside and just... <laughs> that's what you do man that's it that's it that's from 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 our mouths to your <laughs> buy it from, buy it from summit that's over a hundred dollars in like a kit you'll get the free shipping <laughs> it, it'll come in three days if you're on the east coast a a n g production says a e nine j t productions oh i'm sorry oh he just commented earlier Oh, Wagon Sedans. That oh, was him. Thanks for five bucks, man. That was him. We saw your regular yeah. one, but thanks again for five dollars. For- thanks, man. You rock. I'm too poor to <gasps> donate money. One bad SS. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is... What is- I'm poor to do... Justice for Simon. Both his super chats got ignored. Oh, shit. Who's Simon that I ignored him? Yeah, because junked SW22. Uh, we've answered at least, I think, two. Of his... See, I don't understand this. I thought we were answering every single one. Justice for Simon. Right now, yeah. Unless I dad click through them. Okay, I'm going back up. Here we go. Searching for a guy named Simon. That's MB. So we answered him. Got him. 
Sebastian, got him. we answered him. Up more. Oh, Simon. Okay, oh. Simon Trent, eight hundred. That's uh, two Canadian dollars. You skipped my twenty buck post. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. AJT, how, how rare? Okay. Cam Master has been improved since last possible. Well, we review. saw that. We saw that. Okay, Simon. Simon, twenty dollars. Simon. Sorry. So sorry, Simon. Tire crushers for Miata. Can we just look at the super chats? I don't know if there's a way. If you can or not, know. let's just keep scrolling. If they had their something. own window, it would help. If we had two windows, yeah. that that would work. We gotta go super high tech next time. Simon, <laughs> scrolling up, scrolling up. Einstein, you know tire got manufacturers. Him. We got that. Got him. Josh, yep. I still have a caliber question. Good. Sin good. Fang, these are back to the W's with the lines. Okay, I think twenty dollars is no Audi A4. Okay. Simon, Simon oh. Trent 800. There you are. Sorry, Simon. We'll get to your question now. The so, Cumberland Motor Club in Maine holds a three-day autocross in Limestone at the Cold War Air Base Loring. Ooh, Cold I guess War Air Base. That sounds fun. Oh, I autocross a 1986 MR2 with a 4 AGE 20-valve. Mm. What's ITB mean? Independent, independent throttle body. Ooh. Yeah, the black top. I wish for you to come to this event thrashing my MR2. I also can review my 2000 XP. I got a chance at one of my car meets. A guy showed up with a Corolla, the, with the GTS um, uh, Sprinter Truno, Sprinter Truno clone mm -hmm. with individual throttle bodies. Mm -hmm. I don't know what was done to the engine maybe apart from that intake probably make, nothing really there's not much to do really i mean they're nice they scream though like you can get them all the way up to like 8800 rpm <laughs> stock i had one in my uh my 86 mark one also yeah 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 i daily drove that thing for a while <laughs> on uh k-sport no d2 coilovers <laughs> it was rubbish well the engine was good but the coilovers not so much yeah 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 no, it's a sweet little mark one setup a, my my opinion on a 4AGE now ITB you say that's black top uh yeah well i mean the i mean the silver top technically had ITBs but that that was the one that i drove yeah, i mean yeah. it was it well, when you put them in the MR2s most of the time guys put in black tops because they made an extra 15 horsepower 10 or 15 horsepower um and they and they had black valve covers instead of silver mm -hmm. silver top was silver black top was black oh yeah. What is the what's the difference between a black top with individual throttle bodies and a silver top with individual throttle bodies? Uh, ten to fifteen horsepower. Is it like otherwise? What's, how, how where does the that tiny little bit of power come from? Uh, I believe. See, we're stretching my uh, the old days here of the of the four AGs. Uh, I believe the black top had higher compression. Okay, I could be wrong, but I don't see where else they would have gotten the power from because mm. it's not bigger. Mm. And it it might rev a little bit higher, like the silver tops you rarely see in MR2s anymore. Mm. Fifteen years ago, you saw them because they were yeah. much cheaper than the black tops. Okay, um, but both of them are impossible to get parts for, mm. um, especially the silver tops. My when I drove an A86 with a silver top with individual throttle bodies, what I took away from that is that thing revved like breath coming out of a marathon runner's mouth like huh, it went right up mm -hmm. but the thing is 
60% of that rev, there's nothing. Yes, that's correct. It's just... Yeah. It's like, I, I, I'm at 5,000 RPM. There's fuck all here. Yeah. And it's the last second. Yeah. That was like... So trying to do it on the... And the ITB's exaggerated that. So with the, with the standard intake... You got a little bit more torque, like an another ten foot pounds, like a yeah. thousand RPM earlier. Yeah. When you went to the ITBs, just moved everything up. Right. Just like camming anything else. It looked cool with those things. It had oh, little yeah. trumpets things on. Yeah, super cool. The yeah. guy, the guy had one of those big foam air cleaners that fit mm-hmm. over all four of them. Yep. He took that off for the show. It looked badass. We drove around it without the air cleaner on. Yep. But it's like, I'm trying to find power with this five speed. And it's like, I'm in it and I'm out of it. It was kind of like diesel within the low RPM. Yeah. And so in the black tops, you could buy the motors with the six speed. Uh-huh. And the six speed with the more aggressive gearing yeah. of a six speed um, made it feel like it had another 15 horsepower. Mm. And you had a little bit more power band, not because you had more power band, but because the gear spacing was obviously for that motor, the black top. The silver speed, the silver top was, was a five speed motor. Uh, but the six-speed made a big difference in terms of drivability, like what you were talking about. Hmm. Like it held, just had a little bit more. Thanks, Simon. Thanks for twenty bucks. I'm sorry that I dad clicked through your thing. I'm back now at this chat, slowly scrolling through it, where Simon Trent said for two dollars. Thanks so much, man. I, I, I wish I could find a way to like refund stuff because you didn't deserve that. That's that, that's that's my error. Um, that you skipped my twenty-dollar post. Um, sorry about that, Simon. I hope we sufficiently answered your question. Um, I, I love it. Um, I don't know what my travel plans are. Usually it's it's send me an email and I'll, I'll get to it if I can to. But thanks so much for liking my silly show and thanks for hanging out with uh, uh, myself and Justin. So carefully dad clicking mm-hmm. or not dad clicking, educated millennial son clicking. Sebastian and his gallant. Okay, we got through that. Roast the Toyota Yaris, Taint Buster 9000, <laughs> Plymouth Check. Reliant. We got through that. I don't think I'm going to ask Nick to turn this into a podcast because it's not going to really work because it's like, this is this is like, imagine if if Joe Rogan did a podcast of Jamie Pull That Up and it's nothing but that. <laughs> this is kind of what that is. But I'm here interacting with you and I hope you're having a good time. AE95 was pretty much an all-track 92 that came in wagon sedans. We got that. Okay. Going down. Haha, Rich Altman, a mere mortal compared to the well-deserved celebrity status in the MO2 community. But why are you making comments about Corvettes here? That's So Rich Altman is the uh, the primary organizer of the Bear Mountain meet, the uh-huh. biggest uh, MR2 meet in the oh, country. Oh, tell me about that. Uh, coming up in September, late September. Um, so Rich is obviously friends with Jordan. Uh, so, and Rich has a yellow convertible C6 Corvette in addition to his red 91 Gen 4 turbo prime built car. <laughs> one of the first Gen 4 cars we built and sold. Yeah. Back in 2013. Uh, super nice car. But that was, that was Rich Altman commenting there. Thanks, Rich. Rich. Uh, I'm, we are, oh, we're at the two hour mark and we're not even on our third beer. I need to go get some water. I'm almost out, and you're all out. I'm out. I'm empty. Ninety-one Pontiac six thousand A car. The official car of Megan's Law. (laughs) Ninety-nine, nineteen ninety-one Pontiac six thousand. A car I haven't seen in a while. That was supposed to be a sports sedan, or was it a coupe? 
Well, can't remember if a 6,000 was a coupe. I'm rarely caught. I don't know what that is. But that, uh, okay, you remember the Oldsmobile <clears throat> Cutlass Sierra? Yes. It's that. Ah. But sporty. Sporty? It's, it's that. It's sporty. <laughs> it's that GM. I, I, I forget the GM body. But they're the same body. Okay. For a while, uh, General Motors had like one body for everything. Yeah. It was General Motors, like if is the General Motors equivalent of the Chrysler K platform. Okay. They made the Chevy Lumina out of that. Yes. <laughs> My best friend had one of them growing up. Blue. And the L fell off, so we called it the Umina. <laughs> There was like weird '70s throwbacks to that in that the bench seat, and I got a chance to drive one for RCR. Super thin steering wheel, like awkwardly thin. Yeah, like Pretty '60s thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you touch the steering wheel in in my uh, uh, Falcon, and the thickness. I mean, it's about the thin as this as this uh, microphone stand. <laughs> That's it. So thank you. Ubuntu super user Ubuntu that's Linux server Ubuntu it's it's a Linux thing I think Burgundy Burnout says hey check your emails you missed a few super chats really more check your emails you You missed a few super chats I have a Google Doc with a log of all super chats as they come in so they don't disappear fuck Burgundy Burnout's on point. How how are we missing these things? I mean, we stopped the chat from our point of view, and we're going slowly through them. Unless he thinks that because they disappeared in the the chat above that we haven't got to them. Because they do. Yeah, they do disappear. Yeah, like there's a time limit. Like uh, you're, you're supposed to be all like, hey, guys, new male smile answering the questions, the super chat questions before they go away. But since we're taking our time, we're just going right through them. I mean, we will check the email here. Oh, shit, I dad clicked again. <laughs> I went right to the bottom. Ah, oh, there's another one of my customers, one of our customers there. Khalid! Yes, Khalid, you can run with no blow-off valve. It's how we run all of our stock turbo cars. Okay. Ubuntu super user. Oh, that okay. was a dad click. Did I dad click no, no, again? No, 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 no. There was, okay. You just corrected the dad, the dad click. Okay. Junk SW22. Oh, oh, it's him again. Our buddy. Thank you. Thanks for two bucks, man. Dodge Rampage. It's stupid and ugly, but I'm in love. Yeah, I'm with you, man. The engine's bullshit. I don't know what to do about a Dodge Rampage. I mean, were they running a Mitsubishi engine in those things? I don't know what a Dodge Rampage is. Uh, It's a was Dodge... the Dodge Mitsubishi... Uh, partner time period in the late 80s. Yeah, and it's also a, it's a picture in El Camino. Oh, it, it, it's a car truck, or or as the Australians and the and the Kiwis call them, it's a Ute. Ute. I saw one. Yeah, the two what Utes. <laughs> it's 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 a neat looking car. It's ugly. It's it's super cool. Did I just say it's super cool? You, you know why I say it's super cool? Because the brat is super cool, and if I have to judge. All Utes by the standards of the brat. It is. Thanks for two bucks, man. Boom. Um, you can do Control F, and the name of the person you're looking for. Oh, okay. The Simon incident will be on PewDiePie tomorrow. Okay. I already know what that is. Why is slow mode ninety seconds? I'll explain what slow mode is later. 
it, it means people can't keep typing the same thing in. They have to wait 90 seconds before they comment again. Oh. So the chat doesn't go super, super fast. But since we're long-winded, we're only going through as it on our own terms. Timothy Kabula, uh, 499, says, For the record, I did own a 1998 Toyota Avalon with a 1MZ FE that had 230,000 miles. I bought it for 200 bucks Jesus. and sold it for 850 bucks. What a machine. Well, for that price. You bought a running, driving Toyota for $200? My head is off to you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that thanks, for the, thanks for the five bucks again there, Timothy. Yeah, thanks, man. Okay, we have a Lexus question. It's a regular chat. Here we go. I'm looking into getting a 1997 to 2001 Lexus ES300. Mm-hmm. They are listed here for $1,500 for my first car. It has a 1MZ FE engine. From what I know, it's a luxury from what I know it's a luxury Camry. Is there anything I should look out for? Yes, it's a Camry in a in a fancy party frop. Um yeah, no. I mean it's just a nicer Camry, uh leather interior, uh generally the uh always enjoyable two-tone paint jobs on a lot of those. But no, nothing to look out for, nothing to be concerned with it's a nicer um a nicer camry that's mechanically exactly the same good choice for a first car there uh kitty's dosage all right uh workforce 520 thanks for the five dollars car not meant to be saved great aunt has 07 Camry that just passed 13,000 miles, goes in once a year for service, and just had original tires replaced. (laughs) Car not to be saved. I'm not sure if you want us to comment on that, but you're right. An 07 Camry is not a car meant to be saved. But with 13,000 miles on it, clearly someone either doesn't drive or is playing the long game on collector cars. (laughs) (laughs) Stuart Scherer, are you saying I can put nitrous in my mom's old 2003 Toyota Sienna? Will that work? Well, you can put nitrous in anything. Should you put nitrous in your mom's Toyota Sienna? Not if she still owns it. (laughs) Uh, Simon Trent, 8,000. I have a silver top with black top ECU. Yes, you can do that. Uh, Uh, GSI driver. Do red top 4AGs still get love out here? I love my third gen non-TVIS one. Do red top 4AG still get... I mean, they're still in cars. Mostly the cars they came in. Uh, I don't know about love. <clears throat> but it was a good car. And actually a, a pretty impressive car for, for the time. Oh boy, be careful. I just touched I just touched something. And it got angry at me. Mm. Don't dad click. Ah, mm. oh, mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Okay. So we are uh, uh, yeah, son type of an T. Avatar 86 Riviera T-type something something. 
Are you now butthurt that Mr. Regular <laughs> referred to you as Simon Trent 800? Because he's Simon Trent 8000. <laughs> so we took away uh, we took away uh, a decimal point. <laughs> Sound um, is on point. Uh, You're on point, Jacob. Corn Dog Brownie says, "Just tuning in. So what's going on? What's going on? I know this is time delay." is uh, we're with Justin Burnash from PrimeDriven.com, MR2 specialist and JDM Toyota expert. And we are down to our last beer. And we've been going for two hours and 17 minutes, but, you know, beer makes time helpful. What what, what do we got here, Justin? Ah, oh, yes. Your last beer. Sorry, my last beer. This is the Stout. That's, <laughs> that's with a D entity. Fat Dog Imperial Oatmeal Stout. That's a, I don't know if you guys can see that there. Let me do the spin move. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll do initial taste test here. I only cleanse my palate. Look at it's cleansed. Mmm. <laughs> a little a little hoppy first out. Especially for an imperial oatmeal. But, uh, you know, tasty nonetheless. That's Not as good as my milk stout. That last milk stout. That was the highlight reel right there. I don't remember which brand that was. But it was delicious. Uh, did you ask? I read this that. One? Yeah, uh, that was work, just work kind of a comment. I wasn't sure what we were supposed to do with that one. Okay. Mr. Regular, I'm thinking about getting a uh, Quincy S. Mr. Regular, I'm thinking about getting a 2002 Subaru Outback as a first car. Thought, sadly, automatic. Head gasket, head gasket, head gasket, head gasket. And interestingly, the leaking head gaskets are often mostly fixed just by the little uh modern coolant they use which already has the additive they sell you that that was something they told us at moyers the place yeah. we dropped off the it's car like pumice left. it's literally like ground up sponge really like when you pour it in but i mean this stuff works yeah like we have uh one of our one of our uh, old mechanics he had a hundred thousand miles on the car when he got it it was leaking mm-hmm. he put the the goo in because they told him the new coolant had it but he was like well whatever i'm not changing my coolant i'm just gonna pour it in and he poured it in, and he's got like over two hundred thousand on that thing. For real, and he's never done the head gaskets. Damn. It's yeah. It's like um. Do, it's, it's like the engine it... that engine restore stuff you used to get. But is it made by Subaru? Oh yeah, yeah. It's OEM Subaru stuff. Yeah, you just dump it in. It's like glug 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 glug, like the Lucas uh, oh, uh, tranny uh, uh, yeah. gear well. We gotta like warm it up because it's like jelly. <laughs> Yeah, squeeze it in, yeah. Like the old, like, Smucker's bottle, and it was, like, part full. Yeah. Marvel mystery. Yeah, yeah just get that, get the Subaru uh, uh, additive, and uh, and you'll be good. Red Fox III says, going to meet up with AVE in Canada. Uh, AVE lives in British Columbia, west side of Canada. They're California, so. I'd love to meet up with AVE, Uncle Bumblefuck, and... You know, he's amazing. I wouldn't know what to talk about. He's a fan of ours. Uh, I just want to hang out. Like, we could do a video, but props to that guy for never showing his face ever. We tried to do it. W. Bush said $2. Thank you, W. Bush. Now, there's a guy down here that said, I knew him beat us for $2 said you skipped my $50 chat. Shit. We just went all the way to the top. I know, right? Okay, uh, control F, N. I think just control F, right? And then you can search. There you go. Find a N- page. U D I A. No? 
Okay. Sorry about this, guys. A guy said I um, I, he sent in a $50 chat and I skipped it, so I'm going to try to find it. Uh, by the way, I just came across Burgundy Burnout's things. YouTube, I used to watch. YouTuber, I used to watch, would do a podcast and some super chats, super chats would not just show up. They had someone log them all so you can still read the chats. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so th they had somebody literally just logging it. Nunya. Nunya, oh, sorry, Nunya business. business. Nunya business, okay. Nunya business, copy and paste. <clears throat> Uh, none your business had a had a comment I had to answer uh, that was uh, held back that said bastard file equals smooth rectum <laughs> I don't know what that means but it sounds none your business better. also say super chat got skipped but hail Satan okay none your business Tacoma is a shitty town why did Toyota name a truck after it <laughs> Dude, that's good. That's that's clever. That's None clever. your business. Two dollars. You skip my fifty dollar chat, and now we're back to the beginning file again. Unless this was a fifty dollar chat, though, because smooth rectum. They yeah, they flagged it. Un unless he's playing me. None your business. Super chat got skipped, but hail Satan. None your business. Dakota. See, I'm doing Control F, and I'm seeing every single instance of the word Nunya. And, and that, that's I it. don't see a $50 chat unless I'm just being trolled, which I don't want to think I am, but. But it's a possibility. It is a possibility. Gosh, I'm sorry. This super chat thing needs. It, it needs like better. I don't even know how this coding works. Maybe a few bugs in the ointment. Yeah. Burgundy Burnout said. I, I think what uh, um, Matt Farah does is that, you know, they have a third person <clears throat> yeah. also on there. I know that if I go to my uh, – I could have a third window open. And I think if I go to a setting within YouTube's – video manager it will it shows all the super chats as they show up but i don't know if it does it live or if you have to keep pressing f5 hmm. so we'd almost need someone over there on the other computer doing it because we're just on a little laptop trying to do this um <laughs> son of sorry a, what's that the uh, can you scroll back up for one second yes One more. One more. Uh, Arcadia. I have a 91 MR2 NA, and I've been slowly going 5S FTE. That's when you turbo a 5S. Okay. Just straight up. You can actually bolt the CG26 turbo on it. It just have the same bolt pattern. I was wondering if you thought it'd be worth it, or should I swap it? Do not finish your 5S FTE. It will blow up the instant you drive it. Just... Drop a 3SGT in there, call it day, and uh, enjoy your factory turbo engine. Sorry. I just no, didn't want good. to get housed on that. Oh, what? Okay. Did I, oh, some, what was that? What uh, that? Yeah, that's... 
Is that a new one? <laughs> w. Bush says, never tell anybody about this. You got it. <laughs> do, you, do you think I was played by that Nunya business guy and you're making up for that? Thanks, man. I don't know, but he said never tell anyone, so we won't tell him the specifics. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. Uh, I will put it to very good use. Probably putting it toward uh, RCR Chicago. Don't dad click. Take it easy. Son of a divisor, 169. Thank you very much, sir. Camera Bird says, Does a person with a Nissan slightly sound like? What does a person with a Nissan? Sil 80? Sil 80? What's a Sil 80? Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, now the cloud's in front of me. <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> oh. Oh, there's Timothy following up on the Avalon. A co-worker yeah. needed the space. Well bought, Timothy. I hardly touched it and it went to the bottom again. Oh. Okay, there was W. Bush, but there was stuff before that. The uh, the I th I don't know if your dad I don't know if your dad your dad thing hitting it. I think it's just touchy. Yeah. Okay, we're we're getting yeah. close to the bottom yeah, of these super chats. Here we go. Jay Dade with two Canadian dollars. As a Canadian, stop over apologizing for super chats. But I want to be a Canadian. Stop as <laughs> as a Canadian. Stop apologizing. Well, he's very sorry. I'm 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 getting to everybody as 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 logically as we can. Uh, I have not yet cracked my third beer because I'm waiting for my water to get filled. Loving the Camry attention opinions on something. Old family wagon is off the road. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, back Go up. back up. One second. What, just one. Carcane, was that last beer supposed to be shared and now Mr. Regular has to watch, watch me drink it all? <laughs> no, it was not supposed to be shared. We do not share. <laughs> I have Victory Headwaters. Mm. This is my cool down beer. This better not be 7% again. My other two beers were pretty rocking and rolling. I think this is a Pilsner. Whatever Victory Headwaters is. Oh, this is my highest one. This is eight. Whoa. Yeah, that's what you do before you hit the road. That's not true. I'm going to drink lots of water and eat some food before I leave. I'm going on a Sheets run. <laughs> that's the thing about drinking. I kind of want a Sheets burrito right now. Sheets make some damn good uh, subs, too. Uh, out this way cars. It's been a while, though. I, I, I mean, Wawa. The Wawa is better. All right. Yeah, no, that's not it. Have I attended that. Hunt Valley Horsepower Cars and Coffee? Uh, Kylie, thanks for two bucks, man. Uh, cars and Coffee. No, I have not. Um, I don't, I can't remember where Hunt Valley is. Is that Hunt Valley? Oh, I, I got nothing on Jersey? Hunt Valley. I don't know if that's a Jersey thing or if that's a Maryland thing. I was down to Shrews uh, Valley. One of the super just disappeared. It's okay because it'll We're still, it'll now, still yeah. appear in the scroll. Yeah, yeah. It better. Our mistake was going to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how we missed them. That's what I've been doing with Super Chats until this point. 
and ignoring the thing. Matthew Mole says he's playing you. So, oh, okay, that makes me feel better. If that none of your business was saying he missed my fifty dollars yeah, yeah. thing. Uh, Jake Hashish Hashish Hashash Hashash says which ricer is best ricer? Okay, okay, <laughs> the best ricer is never Japanese. It's a Ford Probe. Mm. All kitted out from Pet Boys mm. and Advanced Auto. Mm. It can't be the V6 because that's kind of a cool engine. It is that, that three it's a liter engine. Yeah. yeah, it has to. Be, it has to be the two liter. Yep. Um, we got to go full nineties with this. He has to have what's that base thing in you back if you didn't want to have a subwoofer for that torpedo tube thing. Torpedo tube, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to have that torpedo tube. I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from the front at a distance, commonly mistaken for a SW20 MR2. Very similar front <laughs> silhouette profile. Yeah. Yeah. Not similar in any other way. The, the, this Ford probe has to have some sort of knockoff rocket bunny kit, <laughs> but it's primer gray. And it's been because it's driven in Pennsylvania. He hit a bunch of curve and it's, and it's dangling. <laughs> the, the little push zip, pins. Just zip tied on now. Just <laughs> it's hanging from the front. Thanks, Jake. That's well played too for for pro. That's that's quality. That's quality choice right there. Okay, we haven't told anybody about W Bush. Nothing to see here, W. Matthew Mole. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> uh, review <laughs> rudders versus Wawa versus sheets. None of played you. I've been played. It wasn't the first time. I've never been able to get a hand job I liked. Because they always try to tickle my belly, and I don't like that. <laughs> Review rudders versus Wawa versus Sheets. Okay. Sheets is the easiest place to get gas because they have the largest footprint of land because they're on lower property values. That's where they build Sheets. Wawa has the best coffee, and it has the best subs, but people have heard me say this before. They can't make a meatball sub to save their life. Um. Sheets has the best comfort food and the best drinking food, and that's what I'm craving right now. Rudders is the team mystic of gas stations. The only thing Rudders have above the other two is that the Rudders in Hamburg did the same move as Wawa did and called their deli a restaurant, and they have they have six packs to take out. They don't. We would have gone there, but they don't have the mix and match. They don't have the good selection. They have Trogues, but that's it. Mm. That would have been subpar. You know, they have shock yeah. top, but who cares? They have, they have, they're calling Blue Moon craft beer. It isn't. Thanks, Matthew Mole. You know, an interesting fun fact about Blue Moon? Hmm. The founder, when he first started uh, selling it into the bars, yeah, <clears throat> they were serving it with a lemon. And people Not didn't orange. like it. Oh. And he and he had to correct them and be like, no, it's served with an orange slice. And that's when they took off. Because it wasn't selling through well. And he's like, no, it's not a lemon. It's an orange peel. And they're like, ah, ha, ha, how did you say so? Interesting fun fact, unrelated to cars. And now the old lady drinks beer, but only Blue Moon. <laughs> and also Tony Airlines loves Blue Moon. I love Tony Airlines. We went camping together. It was awesome. We high hike the IT. Um, you haven't met Tony. He also lives in Jersey. Forget oh, yeah. where. Uh, what's right across from Philly? Uh, Trenton. Okay, so n- 
the nice part, and I forget where that is. Mm. Cherry Hill? Wherever he... Maybe. He says he's uh, he's stationed out of JFK, but he says it's almost equidistant from JFK to Philly Airport from wherever he's, he's living in Jersey. I mean, that would be the Cherry Hill okay. area. I've been to his house, and I forget Something where. Like that, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he drives he, a he, Nissan Versa that he bought new from mm. a dealership. He bought a new Nissan Versa, windy windows. Wait, sedan or sedan? Hatch? Sedan. Ooh. Nissan Versa sedan, windy windows. Mm. He paid twelve thousand dollars. Brand new. Brand new. Does memory serve correctly that the Yaris was nine thousand dollars when it came out? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know, and I, I should know. know because my girlfriend owned the first one. Really? Yeah. I was amazed by her frugality. It's one of the things that attracted me to her. And it was a Toyota, so... The engine, though. Not so much. Not so much, yeah. Um, It was a principal thing. It was a principal thing. She wants to be in a fast car. I'll take her out in a fast car. This is a question for you, because I can refill my water. Oh, Charles Ebbs. Yeah. Yeah, it's a longtime customer there. Charles Ebbs. Thank you for the $5. Are RCAs worth running on lowered SW20s? I have some horrible bump steer. Charles, Charles, that's a great question. If you are racing the car, they make a substantial difference. If you're driving the car on the road, um, they do make a difference. It's just not as extreme. Um, Would I buy them to put on a road car? Yeah, if I was looking for something to make the car, you know, have better bump steer, for sure. Especially if you're running lowered and you have rough roads. Yes, they are worth running. Um, thanks for the question there, Charles. Thanks for hanging out all this time, by the way, Justin. Yeah, it's been a great time. Good evening. I am definitely feeling some sheets after this, if you are. I should have uh, I should have gotten me like a hotel around here or something. <laughs> the only thing around oh jeez. I didn't see any around here. <laughs> I can tell you some hotel stories. The closest Holiday thing, Inn Express around here? Uh we got a Wyndham. <laughs> oh uh, Rich Altman works for Wyndham. The, Refresh uh, my mind, which which the organizer, the primary organizer of Bear Mountain Meat. Really? And uh, just all around good guy. Now I'm sorry to say yeah. it's a microtel by Wyndham. Ah. Uh. That's our best hotel around here. Well, you can hang out with the through hikers, <laughs> or I can give you my Kelty two-person tent, mm. and you can sleep with the through hikers, or you can sleep on this futon that I've been jackhammering farts into for the last <laughs> the last two hours and thirty-five minutes. That's a tough one. It's toss-up. We're going to leave that as toss-up. Matt Mopar four forty. <clears throat> Says, when are you coming to Chicago? Uh, the week of July 15th. I got an 87 Yugo GV that's currently mm. running, but I take it day by day. I have to tell you, uh, Matt, that Justin Lose also has a Yugo GVE. And uh, he, he called dibs on us. Uh, you know Justin Lose. He also has a 1925 Model T that we reviewed that he drives in downtown Pittsburgh traffic. <laughs> he learned how to drive this thing. He learned how to rebuild the transmission with its fabric, these bands, these clutches yeah. that aren't clutches. Yeah. Basically super early CVT. You know what? You're right. Yeah. It's yeah. Every now and then it happens. It's, it's rare, but 
<laughs> the Model T is like imagine if a xenomorph were friendly and uh upstanding citizen of of the commercial enterprise Nostromo or yeah. And you you watch Justin Lowe's drive this thing in traffic, and all four feet are going, all hands are oh, yeah. going, he's all steering, all handsings, spinning plates, and you watch this car, and you're skilled. It just moves. Yeah, but it requires the driver to be doing all this yeah, stuff. Cirque du Soleil in the yeah. driver's seat. Yeah. Interestingly, the Ford Model T, the only mass production car I'm aware of that got cheaper as the years went on. Shit. Because Henry Ford wanted it to be the car of the people. Interestingly, the the Volkswagen Beetle destroyed him in that in that sense, yeah. but you know, uh, scale. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I didn't know that until recently. Actually, it's an interesting fun fact there. I also have a Jeep J10 Jeep Grand Wang, Jam Grand. I'm I'm not sure what that means, but thanks for the five bucks, Grand man. Wagon. Gra- so Grand fancy. Wagon. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag so fancy. <laughs> Kit X with a hundred rubles. In rubles last time. <laughs> I dad clicked previous time and just sent the Ruples. Would you consider a 1982-1992 car as a vaporwave car nowadays? Okay, so a vaporwave, like if you want to be vaporwave, to me vaporwave means going back to my happy times at the Schuylkill Mall. The Schuylkill Mall, we're better than ever. We're better than ever for you. Because Dan Bell... It was neat seeing him review the Schuylkill Mall now that it's bulldozed, but, you know. It is no more. Like. What is happening outside right now? Okay, outside, (laughs) I know exactly what that is. That's one of these guys with those Harley dressers with the sound systems in them. That's what's going on out there. They crank the golden oldies. Mm. They're they're gulping down their member berries and... (laughs) Would I consider an 82, 1992 car as Vaporwave cars nowadays? Sure. I mean, I made Vaporwave mixtapes with... Oh, snap. This whole... Phillips uh, cassette deck. Oh, someone's setting off fireworks because it's June. Yes. Survey the magnificence. This is what I used to make mixtapes in my 1988 Toyota AW11 mark 1b and yeah i had a iowa um triple level that i used to make what's a triple level you know like the uh, it was the the cassette and then the radio and then the cd oh yeah yeah right and it sat on your dresser and i used that to make my mixtapes for my first my first real car which was after the saturn sl1 was a aquamarine pearl 1991 mr2 na oh shit yeah, nice. yeah, it took like eight eight hours to make like one hour long yeah. mixtape. Yeah, yeah, you had a f- you had to you had to want it. Now you just go online, click some buttons, and you're is good. this is this our kids these days moments? <clears throat> Not knowing the beauty of making mixtapes. That's that's dedication. That's dedication to your art right there. Because this is this is a quality tape. I, I I think about selling this or just putting it out in the curb. I think I paid like fifteen or twenty dollars for this at a at a at a thrift store. This was a high-end tape deck. It's logic. Dude, that's probably like dude, 500 bucks back then. Dude, it's got Dolby fucking... Where, where, where's my Dolby Digital? That I can record on Dolby Digital? Uh, you got your... Oh, yeah. Dolby double double NR, yeah, Dolby yeah. A, yeah. Dolby B, and Dolby yeah, C. Yeah, come on. <sighs> yeah. Which is weird because the tape deck in my MR2 was the base one. And it didn't have Dolby Digital on it. No. No. No, the it upper, was non-Dolby. <sighs> yeah. 
God damn it. Like, no one cares about this. Like, shut up, Grandpa. Your freaking Unreal Tournament 99. Stop whining. <laughs> oh, I've been considering buying a Lexus LS400. Is there, uh, Diecast Collector 1. I've been considering buying a Lexus LS400. Is there a certain year to look for on those cars? What are the best years in terms of reliability? Good question. Uh, it's the 1UZ, so it's basically indestructible, all the same. Uh, but as with any car, buying the latest model year possible will give you the most revisions, the generally youngest, lowest mileage, and the best reliability. There you go. I would like to ask, thank you so much for the super chats. We will answer every single one in the chat as we scroll down, but please stop sending them. I know it's weird to like stop asking, like stop people sending donations. Thank you so much for doing it. I, I will use your money very uh, responsibly for trips in RCR Chicago. But in order to finish this, so Justin Burnash here can drive home to Jersey. He's got about a two-hour drive ahead of him. So that puts him in bed. I want to get him in, in bed before midnight. So uh, please stop asking him. And the $50 one I see right there. So uh, thank you very much. But please stop uh, sending the super chats now. Um, we're we're going to slowly work our way to the, to the end. Sean Brewer. Don't dad click. Sean Brewer, thanks for the 10 bucks, Sean. If I get a fi if I get you a Fiber One sponsorship, okay, the Fiber One sponsorship is a running thing because I want to run a Lemons rally if they do retreat from Moscow again. And I want a fiber, I want Team Brown. I want a Fiber One sponsorship, which is like a simple sponsorship. Like, hey Fiber One, can you like front me like two grand? So oh, I can Fiber One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. The, yes. <laughs> and like, you know. <clears throat> We'll put some of the, like the big magnetic stickers on the side. Yeah. Give me like a case of Fiber One bars. Well, to be true, 24 hours of, of lemons. That's what you're talking about, right? No, we're talking about the lemons rally. Oh, lemons rally. Okay. Like sorry. retreat from Cause, Moscow. Because if, if it was a 24 hour of lemons, you would you would hand paint it on. Oh. You wouldn't have any fancy magnetic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, di I, di I digress. Yeah. If I get you a Fiber One sponsorship, can you take me on your next overseas trip? Um, I don't know where that's going to be and where we're going like there's going to be RCR New Zealand part two and then logically it would be RCR Germany um, I don't oh, work for God. them but I've heard their marketing vice president races horses and is a very sound sleeper <laughs> I don't know what that means okay. but I like the sleeper as in a sleeper car raises horses and is a very sound sleeper is that a so he's more money than he knows what to do with and he sleeps a long time so you can rob him i guess that's what he means i don't know i maybe that's maybe that maybe i've gone too far mm -hmm. there i may have extrapolated excessively thank you sean uh thanks sean for brewer everyone loves their own brand <laughs> <laughs> jefferson weed whacker well played <laughs> sir oh that's magic i am the night rider I'm a fuel injection. Oh, a fuel injection fuel aside machine. That's a that's a uh, the boss. That's a Springsteen line. Really? I think it's from right from Thunder Road. Thunder. Dan Toro. Thanks for two bucks, man. Sharing is caring, you know. Dartro. That's sharing is the way I like my masturbation. <laughs> Mutual. Time to probate. Camera bird. Thanks for two bucks, man. 
My Ford Probe is Beth 240SX. <laughs> <laughs> My Ford Probe is a 240SX that can't do a burnout. True story. Um, yeah. Ford Probes run on wheat, not rice. Carcane. Carcane's been with us, like I think, the whole time. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Man, sticking it out. I got still an entire beer to drink. Oh, I gotta visit the little boys' room. Mm. Sorry, that's okay. It's what it's there for. Win this for the endurance. Uh, yo, did you answer my super about the '86 Riviera T-Type? Son of an advisor. Did I? Son of an advisor. Okay. I think I made a mistake. Let me see if I did or not. Sun Advisor, did you answer my super about the 86 Riviera T-Type? So I'm going to copy and paste your name, Sun Advisor, Control-C, and then find it here, Control-V, Sun Advisor, and I'll find every post you made that Sun Advisor made. So here we go. 1986 Riviera T-Type. Son of an advisor sent $1.69. I remember that. Son of an advisor says, well, I see now that gentrifying is up here, hipster. Son of an advisor says, did you answer my question about this? Answer my super about the 86 Riviera T-type. And then again, okay, it's looping now. 86 Riviera T-type. Did you answer my question about the super 86? Um, okay, 1986 Buick Riviera T Tayo was held for review, so I guess it considered it weird or sexual. I'm again looking for it. I I see that you uh, did a super chat of. S one dollar and sixty nine cents, but I there was no question attached to it. And then two posts after that, son of an advisor said nineteen eighty six Buick Riviera T Tayo. So I guess you're asking me if it's a good car or not. Um, I I, I think it's good. Yes. Um, uh, Burgundy Burnouts. Hey, hey, thanks, Burgundy Burnouts. Said, my Turbo V6 is best naturally aspirated V8. <laughs> Can't argue with that. It certainly is in the same power band. Uh, slowly scrolling down. Hoping to not dad click. Oh, I dad clicked. I'm sorry. It skipped right to the bottom, and I skipped everything. So now I got to go back up again. Going back up again. Clearly, RCR can't be bought. Um, okay. Is that Burgundy Burnouts? Turbo Justin is back. Turbidity. Ubuntu super user $5 said, you forgot about the black horse of gas station food, the Flying J. Okay, now we get to compare a Flying J. I mean, that's a travel center, which if you really want to get into the parlay of roadside food, 
the fly you get to compare travel centers versus gas stations and they're not the same a travel center is a gas station for truckers you go inside a travel center and you're going to see products relevant to long-haul truckers not civilians even though everybody's civilians or as uh truckers say cagers no that's motorcycle i'm sorry four wheelers <laughs> that's what truckers call every other car on the road um the black horse of gas station i've never eaten at a flying j we have one there's one on the way to harrisburg i stopped at it like once or twice just to fill up i mean flying j is on par with a ponderosa's salad bar (laughs) or wendy's super bar if we're also going 90s Look, it's like it's like a buffet. Like it's it's the old country buffet of gas stations, quantity over quality. So that's what a Flying J is. Um honestly, I think Loves is better, but again, cuz Loves will have like a Subway or McDonald's and at least you know what you're getting. Um so thank you Ubuntu super user. So Brian interesting fun fact here. Okay. <clears throat> uh my girlfriend is a uh a, a literature Enthusiast, mm, 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 literary mm. enthusiast, and uh, she actually, she actually uh, did a couple super chats. She was Merith, Merith, yeah, and uh, she sent me this, the uh, Wikipedia on Scarlet Pampernel. If you were uh, interested, okay. Let's see. Um, yeah, I didn't answer any of those yet. Do you want me to? You want me to touch? Yeah, on those? sure. Okay. Uh, Jake Hashash, thank you for the two dollars. Uh, his question is for Jeep Cherokee Sport 2000, which is still the four-liter s- straight six, supercharger or turbo? That's a question I've never heard before. Uh, based on it being an American straight six, uh, actually, that's irrelevant. I would just say turbo because it's a straight six. Um, I'm not sure what kits are available for that. <laughs> What are you using it for, Jake? That's that's a better question. Is this just for for shits and gigs? This is amazing. The Scarlet Pimpernel is historical fiction written before World War One. <clears throat> I'd love to go into this and go into plot summary, but we have the peoples. Camera Bird says, also slightly is a 180SX hatch with an S13 front. Oh, a Sililitely is a 100, is a 180SX hatch with an S13 front. Interesting. Huh. Does that have any any relation to the Silhouette I'm unfamiliar with the race Silhouette. Race cars? From like Gran Turismo 2? Oh, don't know. I don't know. Th- th- thank you for two bucks, man. Grab sack wheat nut. <laughs> Thank you for two bucks, grab sack. <laughs> you can only do Ooh. that if I shave. <laughs> Thoughts on a Toyota Tundra as a first car? Well, I mean, it's it's a general purpose pickup truck. I'd recommend a single cab, short bed, if the Tundra came in single bed. Uh, they came in single cab. My landlord uh, has one. It's sitting outside. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I, I uh, even drove it to pick up the engine for the Vagabond Falcon. Yeah, I was like, this is an all right yeah. truck. He got a really base one with like vinyl floors and everything. Oh. 
look, I mean, it's going to be fine. Um, I only have one point. It's not a car. Yeah, it's, it's a thirst. Truck. It's a thirst. It's going to be a, you know, look, it's, it's, yeah, that's what you got to It's a full size truck. Make yeah. no about it. You're better yeah. off with a Tundra if you need a daily driver. And even then, you're not going to get great Tacoma. mileage. You mean Tacoma? What did I say? You said Tundra. Again. Oh, again. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, Tundra. I mean, the 1UZ, if you're talking to early Tundra, I mean, I don't know which gen are you talking about. You're talking about the 4.7 or you're talking about the 5.7. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're going to be thirsty regardless. Toyota V8s are thirsty. Uh, it's not a car, it's a truck. To be fair, so it's the first truck. But uh, as a first vehicle, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you got gas money, you're going to have a hard time having many more reliable vehicles than a Tundra. Be prepared to be the pickup truck guy. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, can you do me a favor? Hey, can you do me a solid? I just got uh, an MR2. I need to get my motor from the importer. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I... I've been getting into vinyl, and I bought this console stereo off of Facebook Marketplace. It's it was it's had a nice house down in Cape May. Yeah. Can I borrow your truck? Oh, you got w. easy Bush pass, again. right? W. Bush says clearly RCR can't be bought. Winky face because he said not to say anything, and we said something. Uh. Thanks. Uh, disregard any previous W. Bush <laughs> comments. Wink. When, <laughs> jo- Joshua Taylor says, when are y'all coming to Texas? I was just in Texas. Oh. oh but I was, in, I was in Austin. Austin, Massachusetts. Which, which, which is the Portland of Texas. We went to the, we went to, we went to this festival and I saw like old lady boobs. Oh. You know, like. Like Women can go topless. No, they were totally topless. Really? At, at this outdoor festival in Austin. I mean, they had like temper paint all covered the nipples and they had pasties on. But clearly, it's just two grocery bags filled with oil going left and right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm coming back to probably San Marcos to do more stuff at Harris Hill. Um, oh, look at this guy. What? TSX. You old sailor. M- Matt is dead in space. I've had a uh, 05 Marty, my Marty, my my first manual for a month now. Any opinions? At a 05 TSX, what can I do with it? Well, I have an 05 TSX, but mine's an automatic because my other car is an MR2. <clears throat> manual, what can you do with it? Well, I mean, you can do anything. It's a got a K series in it. It's got the K20 K24 A2 baby. Pick your poison. Brad Millis, thanks for eight bucks, man. 2005 Toyota Sienna, the car for never getting pulled over. The true enthusiast car. Been watching you for years. Love your stuff. Keep it up. Totally agree. Brad, you nailed that. If the goal is to never get pulled pulled over over. in the history of life, (laughs) the Toyota Toyota Sienna beats my 05 TSX. Mr. Regular, forgive me if you've addressed this before, but you plan ever plan on getting another MR2 of any generation? I haven't because, and I, w- I don't think I will, you know, never say never again, but I had my nice two-year honeymoon with a cherry MR2. I loved everything about it. Justin had a look at it. He had it for a little bit, just checked it out, solved my low idle problem. Or high idle high problem. problem. High idle problem. Mm-hmm. It's called turning the screw. It's called turning the set screw. That's right. <laughs> no charge. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. And 
imagine you can only n visit nostalgia in your mind you know those memories you wanted to go back to if you could go go back in a time machine to your younger self and have your mind that you have now you want to go back to that one grade and and ask that girl or guy or they with the language that you have now or maybe you'd get the part in the play in the school play that you really wanted or maybe now that you can be the musician you can be now and get first chair or maybe ace that memory passage i know i'm going back to school stuff but you know now that you know calculus you can go back and cruise through or <clears throat> reinvent your high school years or maybe even go back to that pool party that you missed in 1997 if you got in that time machine and went back you would realize with your modern brain that those times weren't as good as you thought they were as our minds atrophy a little bit and i know this is coming right from that wear sunscreen song of the 90s uh advice is a form of nostalgia where we dig the past out of the garbage clean it off and recycle it for more than it's worth um the mr2 is still my idea of the greatest car ever built but uh or the first gen mr2 but I want that dream to stay a dream. I want to remember it with happy thoughts. And I know that if I held on to that AW11, eventually it would come time for maintenance. And that's a pain in the dick. That's a lot of vacuum lines coming off of that engine. A whole lot of vacuum lines. <clears throat> yes. Now... If uh, if Mr. Regular had owned a Gen 4 or Gen <laughs> 5 swapped Mark II, <laughs> this may be a different conversation. I'm not saying that may not ever happen. Winky face, smiley face. Life is long. Don't, don't close doors because you never walk through them. Now, there was a... Did we dad finger that? We did. There was a $50 question I, I skipped. Coming in hot. It's red. We have to look for a red, red one. Tap, 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 tap. Now wait a minute. We read that one. We we did that one. Clearly, our serial camper block. There was a fifty dollar question. I wish they weren't disappear. Why do they have to disappear? Yeah, it's like they're taunting us. The people who programmed this programmed it for people who 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 would um, cannonball these questions and not give them the time that they deserved. I think I think peons is who they is who they programmed before, not educated connoisseurs like no, themselves. No, clearly not. Yeah. Or what are your thoughts on the McLaren F1? What are our thoughts? Amazing. That's our thoughts. I've never seen one in real life. Have you? <clears throat> Uh, no. Interestingly, of all the cars I've seen or driven due to my amazingly uh, generous wealthy friends at the racetrack, the F1 is not one of them, but I do know that Jay Leno 
says it's still to this day his favorite car, and right behind that is a Carrera GT, which I have driven. Uh Uh-huh. And is amazing. Shockingly, amazingly amazing. My friend Gordo let me drive that. Gordo! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Where did he? At At Mount Pocono Raceway? Down the back straight. 160 miles an hour. 612 horsepower, just screaming against that banking. Oh! That's one of the great engine notes. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the the v10 in there oh my god it was just amazing it was ridiculous it was white um but uh yeah i mean jay leno says his f1 is his favorite car um who might argue right great engine noise gold leaf heat shielding in the engine bay i mean come on gordon murray of f1 fame you know designing the car specifically for one purpose and it's got three seats right three seats and the driver correctly sits at the four and is an American course. design and the shifters on the right. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. And interestingly, the American imported ones had little silly bumperettes on the front yeah. for crash standards because the bumper was too low. Oh. And they look hilarious, but everyone <laughs> took them off. Yeah. And I think the last one sold for $12 million? No. Yeah, I mean, knew they sold for a million. No. That was the first million dollar car. Million. In 97, that was the first $12 million dollar car. I remember because James Corey, a guy in marching band with me, was the first guy who showed me this, and he showed me the gold heat shielding. It's like, look, that car's got gold on it. It's a million dollars. And I remember I was in James Corey's basement at a party at his house, and he was flipping through pictures on his computer. I wonder what he's doing these days, James <laughs> Corey. I mean, he's married. He's got kids. Corey, give I, a shout out. Yeah. Yeah, that was a BMW 6 liter V12. He was killer on the drum set. I think he still plays. Alexander Marine says, you're still going. Yeah. Greg Wicks says, is this the same Greg Wicks as this guy? Yes. So we missed a $50 question, but we have to go back and find it. I don't know how he missed it. Yeah. I saw it up there. That wasn't the old uh, W. Bush? Unless it was hanging around. Greg Wick says, wondering if... Again, no more Super Chats, please. Oh, We're going to wrap this up. Oh, an XJ. All right. You take it, Justin. Greg Wicks, thank you for the $20. Wondering if I should keep my 93 Jag XJ, replacing it with a sensible lease as a weekend car, or if should, or if should sell it for something like a Miata, keep up with awesome content RCR. Well, he is awesome with content. Uh... Greg, I'm uh I'm gonna go ahead and borrow a little 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 bit from Top Gear here, or former Top Gear, now Grand Tour. Um one cannot replace a Jag with a Miata. Uh nor should one. If you are okay with the uh, maintenance rule of, of owning a Jag, which is you must own two, one to drive to and from the mechanic each time you're dropping off or picking off the other one. Yeah. Um uh, or you have another daily driver, then Please keep the uh, the Jag XJ. It's one of my actually favorite cars. I've yet to own one. I've driven many, um, but uh, you know, a, Mi- a Miata. I'm not hating on the Miata because hate's a strong word. A Miata will teach you a lot about driving. And the but Jag. Y- will one teach thing you a Miata. Living. You know what a Miata <laughs> doesn't do well. Be it does <laughs> on a track. They're on a factor fun. They're fun to throw. They are. 
They you know are. what a Miata? You know what a Miata is? It's a cheap pair of sunglasses. You don't give a fuck about. Mm. And you will throw that cheap pair of sunglasses yeah. into the wall. If and you it would like. never breaks because <laughs> right. it's a cheap pair of sunglasses. You'll never lose it. They'll never crack. But a jag. Miatas don't cruise. Mm-mm. In fact, they do it poorly. There's something about. There's a special thing that some cars can do. We're going in a straight line is exciting, mm. and it's not high horsepower. That's mm. maybe it's the interior, maybe it's the suspension, maybe it's the way the seat sits at a particular angle. But there are some cars that they cruise, and that's the most fun thing you can do. And you know that's my Falcon, which Especially. I think we have to take the sheets after this. Especially You've never ridden quad headlights, which <laughs> Jag XJ does. Again, I dad click Greg Wicks. Okay, well bought, Greg Wicks. Do not sell your Jack. Twenty-two R Toyota pickup truck with Weber carburetor. Do you believe there could be a race truck? Look, <laughs> <laughs> you got enough time. You got enough money. Anything can be a race truck. <laughs> I, you know, um, our our intern. You know, everybody asks about Ben Wright. You know, he's completed his intern last summer. It was over. It's been a year. But some people know him. You still have Ben Wright as your intern. You remember Ben. Yeah. He, he was there. Yeah. yeah. So that thing blew a head gasket. He tried to sell. Uh, there was a guy who wanted it for a 4A GE swap mm-hmm. just to turn it into a cheap uh, FX16. Mm-hmm. Um, that deal fell through. He has it. He thinks. I don't know if he's going to swap it himself or just do the head gasket himself. Either one's fine i didn't know that 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 the uh for age according to was it you or someone else said it shares the uh engine same engine mounts as the a four whatever carbureted engine that's in there it's the uh, same it, it probably does I, it probably wasn't me because i wouldn't know definitively to say okay but being a being an 80s toyota i would be i would suspect yeah that it may be a a, a near drop-in I tried to get Ben Wright, and this is tots on Toyota pickup trucks with a carburetor, is that uh, there is a two-barrel Weber kit on eBay for a lot of those engines. That's your solution. Yeah. Injection. Injection. (laughs) Not the plates with some ports and some fuel falling in with air. Especially if it's Japanese injection. OG Mango says, is that Gary the Snail with a turbo as his shell on your hat? If so, it's amazing. OG Mango, that is Gary the Snail with a turbo as a shell. And thank you for recognizing my amazingness. Mm -hmm. You're amazing. Chad Mule, Elon Musk, do you feel he's an overrated following? And what is your take on his character paired with his goals? Look. Look, he's a, he's a genius engineer that failed to realize the number one rule of the internet: you don't feed the trolls. And and gosh darn it, man, the guy the guy is just spoon feeding them. Like people were giving him shit about the uh, the Model Three's braking. There mm-hmm. was that whole article that when it came out, the Model Three had the same braking distance as a Ford F one fifty. It was some it was some software thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the brakes, software. <laughs> yeah, the brakes just wouldn't engage fully, and the thing went. Bleh. And then people started mocking him, and he just fed the trolls, man. He like, look, I mean, he's an engineer, and let's let's keep it with the '80s with Toyota. Um, what's uh, War Games? The only mm. the only way to win is to not to play. 
And look, you have a great company, man. You just stay the course. Three great companies. Solar City, oh, right. Tesla, and SpaceX. Of course. Yes. Uh, have you ever read his biography? Have not. His biography is fascinating. Not autobio, it's just a straight bio. Uh, uh, the guy's a freak, like genius wise. Yeah. Like he taught it, he taught himself rocket science. Shit. To do SpaceX, and Shit. then he went and found like enthusiasts back then because there was no industry, like short of oh. NASA and yeah. Russia. Yeah. And like he was like, well, we're just we're just gonna invent it all. Nice. Yeah. No joke. And almost bankrupted himself personally of the three hundred really? million he cashed out on on PayPal. Really. He sold PayPal to eBay. Oh like, shit! Like completely. No money left when that last flight actually made it into orbit. Fuck off. Yeah, they were gone if that didn't make it. Just a little fun fact, not sure if anyone cares. Shit. There was one comment that went down by the wayside. I want to fill my ass. Gapped by your thick PA cox. It's not really that big. Fill my... Can we not? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're we're not in the UK, so we can't. And we're not in Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. With hot nut. Hot nut. <laughs> if I ever have a boat, it's going to be called hot nut. Ceaseless, thank you for $2.79. I would keep the X. Ex- oh, should I? Oh, dad, dad click. Finger. Dad click. Sorry, I keep saying dad finger. That's that's inappropriate. It's dad click. It's dad click. Oh, wait. I think that's it. Yeah, we're, we're now, what happened to that $50 question that I saw? Unless that was. We are at the very bottom. Um, there was that $50 question that I thought would there. Hot nut, dad finger. <laughs> you guys are on point. You guys are good. Hey, love the show. Podcast thoughts on the 1980 Honda CM400E as a first bike. Excellent bike. Uh, might be getting a good deal on one. As long as it runs, man, it's worth 500 bucks. Because it's a Honda. Yeah, it's, it's no problem. I wish when I had I I've owned like ten motorcycles over the years. What Honda Civic has posted many times. I think I missed one or two good ones. I always want to know what's better, the Toyota Corolla or the Honda Civic. Probably two of the greatest, most prolific cars yeah. ever made by yeah. Japanese companies. Yeah, there's no wrong answer there. The Civic does handle better. Yeah, JDE uh, two California dollars. I'm sorry, Canadian dollars. Here's fun for millennial fingal surgery. Matthew Mole, fifty dollar question was a tell no of us. Thank you, Matt. We are wrapping this up, please. Please no super chat questions. We need to go to Sheets and get some food in us. Again, super chat question. Uh, metal, it's it's okay. They're on a delay. They're on about an eight-second delay. Um, it was more than eight Metal seconds. 50 uh, said, sold my AE86 for a similar reason as the MR2. After I bought a Z31 hmm. with 477 oh, kilometers. Okay, sorry. I have to scroll up and stop the feed. That says K miles. 444,000 miles. Post-journal, untouched, no rush, working AC. Best car Is that a Z car? A Z31? Yeah, that's the pre... That's a, the Z31 was the... Um, I mean, pre-Z32. Pre it was the slightly longer, slightly narrower Z car. Was that the one where the headlights didn't fully fold <clears throat> down? You could still see them there? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and then the Z32 had flush. Had flush mounts. Mm. Yeah. 447,000 mile one owner? And what was the similar reason you sold your AE86 as the MR2? I think he was talking about the whole idea with Dreams. Oh. And, you know, it, it, it worked perfectly. It yeah. started. There was no rattles. Yeah. Anything. It was Which generation perfect. MR2? Yeah. 
Interesting. Interesting. Best car I've had for three. See, I, when I think of the MR2, you know, I look at that and I look at my Suzuki DR650 motorcycle with the um, mine has um, mounts on it for or in cages on the back tail. You'll see it when we go. Well, I'll, put, I'll lift the thing off. I can put some nice panniers on there or big, probably soft saddlebags. And it'll, like my motorcycle, if I wear a backpack, will carry this as the same cargo capacity as an MR2. Minus putting stuff on the passenger seat. So I'm like. As a Mark I MR2. Mark One. See, the Mark II, on purpose, <clears throat> will fit. A golf bag in the trunk. Yeah, which the Mark One would not. No, it was the Mar- about three inches short. The Couldn't Mark, the Mark One's trunk is about the depth, like the width of this laptop. <laughs> it is. It's super, super skinny. Yeah, and and it, and the Mark and the Mark Two, the SW Twenty is. is I like that bigger. it's there though, yeah. Yeah. and I you can have two trunks, and I stuff stuff in the front. Yeah, you have to unpack your suitcases. Yeah. The SW Twenty is just big enough. Mm-hmm. With the front and the rear, but let's be honest, most SW20 owners, myself included, when I daily drove one for, I don't know, 15 years, <clears throat> um, we use the passenger seat as the trunk for the most part. Yeah. Because we don't have passengers. There's a video <laughs> that I have yet to post of my last drive in my Toyota. Hmm. And I had this one kind of remix vaporware thing playing. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's, it's Ghosts by Soviet. And... I had this one thing called, we can never go back to that point of view. But since it's copyrighted music, I couldn't post it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I can post on Facebook video. Interesting. So Facebook theoretically has the same algorithms or types of algorithms as YouTube does for, for copyrighted music. Yeah. However, um, I don't think they work the same. Mm. Mostly because I think the nature of like YouTube, like people just post songs on YouTube, right? Yeah. It doesn't really happen on Facebook. Mm. So I would venture... That organically, you could post it easily and not have a problem. Yeah. If you ran it paid, like with money behind it, as yeah. a boost or as an ad, um, I bet you'd still probably get away with it. Mm. If not for a while. Mm. Because they, they just don't they don't check that stuff that mm. much. They're checking for rules and you know explicit language and inappropriate content and mm. inappropriate targeting. Like yeah. Facebook's checking for everything else now. Not the same stuff YouTube checks for. Really? Not entirely the same stuff. Hmm. But yeah, copyrighted stuff, no harm, no foul. Post it if they take, they don't take it down. They just would delete money if you had money behind it. Okay. And yeah, there's nothing monetized on the regular car reviews Facebook page. Post it organically. Worst that happens is it just sits there. Hmm. Ceaseless says, my question won't show up. I wanted to know if the 500 to Barth was a good first car. No. I, it depends. But a cool car. It's a cool car. I'm considering it for a first and it looks mm-hmm. fun to drive. Yeah, fuck all. It's great to drive. Mm-hmm. They're fun, fun, fun all the time. Look, but that's a first car you're pumping 93 octane into. And not for nothing, it's Italian. Regardless of how corporate Fiat is now with Sergio Marchione at the helm, it's an Italian car. Like, you want a... F- what well, I means is this a brand see, new one that you're leasing? Your or you first, buying this? your first car. See, your first car. I'm assuming you're in your twenties, and this is going to sound no. Wait, this isn't condescending. This is which. This is something I wish I could tell my younger self. The human brain, the frontal cortex, doesn't finish f- forming until about age twenty-five. Mm-hmm. 
I'm glad I had a shitbox neon. Mm. I still drove. I drove that like a freaking cock, <laughs> cock gobbler. <laughs> I forgot about that phrase. <laughs> cock gobbler. That's bygone. Okay. <laughs> Is it, I think that's from like clerks or mall rats or something. Uh. Cock gobbler. <laughs> Your first car should be grossly underpowered. I think a good first car is either a... See, you're an enthusiast because you're on this stream, so you should want something fun. You should have a car that gives you the sensation of speed without the speed. I'd go Toyota Yaris with a manual. Bam! Off the red limer. Bam! Off the red limer. And that, and that VVTI engine just goes... I'm sorry, what were you saying? Mm-hmm. come again yeah come again interestingly that is the 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 argument that my father who is a diehard aw11 fan yeah oh your he, dad well he is a blacktop one because after he drove my blacktop yeah the 4ag <laughs> standard 4ag wouldn't do uh but he he will not acknowledge uh the superiority of the sw20 with a gen 4 or a gen mm. 5 uh because they are fast enough that you cannot use all of the performance on the street above okay. second gear. And in a Mark One, regardless of what engine you have in it, with the exception of a three SGTE, mm-hmm. you can't overdrive it. It's like nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. So you can drive a slow car fast, yeah. versus driving a faster car slower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is true. He's one hundred percent correct. And, yeah. and when you're young, I mean, my first car was a eighty horsepower Saturn SL One. And it's good it was. <laughs> I did not drive it like it was supposed to be driven, uh, as do we all. Uh, but if it's your first car, yeah, you need something underpowered and preferably front-wheel drive. Yeah. Because you will put it in the wrong side of a hedge, uh, <laughs> even if you're moderately responsible. I put my neon in a snowbank at least twice. Yeah, well, that's where they belong. Yeah, <laughs> like I love to. I love Honda's D series engine, mm-hmm. the single single jingle, yep. first throttle body and then port fuel. But it's a single jingle that just spins all the way up and forever. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. like yeah. Naboth is is too is too much car for a first for a first driver, even though it's still front wheel drive. Yeah, I think we're ready to wrap this up. Um. Gosh, I hope I didn't skip any super chats. Without you guys, we wouldn't have the travel budget we has. So thank you so much. Regular Gar says, if you need some good vapor rare, check Telepath on Bandcamp. Okay, thank you. He's the one uh, who does everything in rubles. Oh, he was he had two or three super chats, I believe. Awesome in, in rubles. Yeah. Kid were, X. Middle says you were dead on about the dream part. My 86 drove beautifully once I finished the manual swap. Engine went barely 20. Engine went barely 20 miles after the swap, and I decided I was done. Meaning he put 20 miles on it after manual swapping his automatic, which kudos for all the effort you put into that. Yeah. Uh, and he was not interested anymore. Huh. Yeah, it's because you haven't had a Gen 4 or Gen 5 SW20. I'm just saying. Man, I drove Luke's, Luke's SW20. That thing well, is AW11 with Gen 4. What did I say? SW20. Yeah. AW11. Yeah. It's 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 like that car. It's like the engine wanted to separate from the car. Yeah, and that was stock. <laughs> it, it, literally, it literally makes seventy wheel more horsepower now, which in that car is like it, it's, it's world changing. 
It's like it's like ludicrous. It has ludicrous speed, that car. <laughs> it has ludicrous speed, that car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we're gonna wrap it up, guys. This is even longer than RCR After Dark. Uh, don't be a fake cover for your snakes. Stay safe. I had fun. I had fun too. Thank you so much. So once again, Justin Burnash, Prime, Prime Driven, PrimeDriven.com, PrimeDriven.com, the world's best source for MR2 parts and also uh, delving into uh, Scion, Scion FRSs and uh, N86s. Yeah, and uh, head over to the website. Check out giveaway car number six right now. We're uh, we're going strong, and uh, it's a right-hand drive JDM Gen Two MR2 Turbo. It's glorious. Uh, Epic Mike Studios. Someone sent me a text message. If you get a chance, Rudders has hashbound wraps. Amazing and is less than $5. They sell it 24-7 under breakfast. Well played. Still going to sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Who sent this? I don't have... I'm going to read your, your, your number. Someone probably watching this who knows my Google Voice number. Rudders has hashbound wraps. I got burned once by hash by Rudders Breakfast, but you know I'll be willing to give him another try at some point. But Sheets is closer. One second though, Evo eight or nine, same gen STI DTI go S a Subaru because there's a bigger aftermarket support than Mitsubishi. And it's Subaru, not a Mitsubishi. Thank you, Epidemics Studios, for the $5.55. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mitsubishi Evos are great. They're great. They're great as stock. Yeah. That's the thing. It's crazy how a weird engine design such as a flat four wins wins the argument based on how many cheap parts are available for Mm -hmm. it. I mean, that's why the Chevy small blocks and Chevy Ford, Ford blocks small work <laughs> it's been a long night man hey thanks for sticking with us all this time um we're gonna close out the scream scream stream hope you guys have had a had a great time watching this it's been a great time hanging with you guys once again thank you so much to justin burnash for hanging out with us uh coming all this way from new jersey um once again primedriven.com world's best source for mr2 parts thank you very much have a great night thanks brian